They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me this week is Sergeant McCluskey to my left and Say No to Rage to my right. How you guys doing? What's going on? Good, right. man. Thanks for having me. So for you, uh, for you guys that are new in the chat, uh, this is 30 and Still Gaming. This is our podcast we do every Thursday, Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and we're a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week in gaming. Uh, but this week's going to be a little different, right? Because we all know we came out this week, right? As you can tell, the logo on the screen. Uh, this is Generation X Gaming, the Taken King edition. Okay, so everything we're doing this week is nothing but the Taken King. It's the biggest hype game out there right now. I'm enjoying it. Lono's enjoying it. Sarge said he wasn't even going to pick it up until next yeah. week. And, he, and, and he's been playing it for two days straight. So that's how much uh, this game is doing. So... I'm not even going to ask what you guys have been playing. We, we know what you guys have been playing. So let's go with the very first story, uh, or the first topic, I should say, this week, is that PlayStation says the Taken King sets record for the day, for day one, PlayStation downloads. Uh, and it beat itself from last year's record when Destiny first came out. So what do you make of this? Is this the initial blow? And do you think that the Taken King is going to be... Uh, as hyped as it was when a Disney came out and then die off like it did? Or do you think this is here to stay? Port's right, open to you guys. It. Yeah, you take this one, Lono. I think um, I think it's here to stay because the way they've built this, I am now three days in, 10 hours each day. I'm just streaming like a madman, uh, just trying to basically at this point, I want to get rid of all of the quest lines in my Titan. I have not touched a Warlock. I have not touched my Hunter. I really want to, but I want to finish that. So we're talking about, what's that, 30 hours on one character, and I'm still not done. I haven't even been able to go into PvP. I haven't had time. So I think on the outset, I think players are going to be pleasantly surprised at just the wealth of things to do. A couple people even said it feels almost overwhelming because you go into your quest lines, you're like, what am I supposed to, you know, what, where am I supposed to go or start with? That may hurt it a little bit for new people they might get a little daunted but i think new people probably are going to get there because they're going to start at the very beginning the other thing i think they've done that's brilliant is the way they build it it's very um varied uh there's a lot of dynamic natures to what you can do so the court of oryx is this dense action there's all sorts of stuff going on the whole time then there's strikes the heroic strikes are really fun uh, the boss fights that they've added in these strikes totally outshine every boss fight we've, we've been in at this point. And then you, then you have PvP, which with Rift and Mayhem, Mayhem, unfortunately, I thought that was a weekly thing. It's not. I'm really disappointed in that. As am I. I. To, as am I. I wanted to play that every freaking week. Maybe if the community demands it enough, they'll, they'll do that. But I think because of that... It's going to be hard to get bored. The only way you're going to get bored in the, in the new content is if you just do one thing on your of your own volition 
and don't do anything else. We haven't even gotten into the raid yet. So the other thing I think that's good that what they've got is they could apply mayhem to other game modes. They could do special events in the Court of Oryx because I think with the way the bosses and the combos and different things that happen, similar to how things changed week to week with the prison, they could do something very similar. And the raids too, I'm not the raids, the strikes, because with the Taken showing up, we did the Volus to Ark strike today and it just was very different. It was more fun. There was the Taken are surprising you and doing different things things and changing the strike so now what they have are all these compartments that feel different and there's there's a different if you want the long missions with the boss fight or something short and sweet you've got that same with pvp uh i think rift is the best competitive new game mode i have ever played as far as objectives go i have so much fun and i i'm surprised that i'm even saying that about destiny pvp so i think the longevity and the groundwork has been laid they just need to stay on top of it they need to make sure they fix problems bugs, glitches, things that people are finding out, and then they need to innovate. They need to innovate. In two months, we need to see some special events or something to compete with everything else that's coming out. Now, what I think is interesting, this is all about PlayStation, though. PlayStation 4 downloads were like record sales. Where's, right. the, where's the Xbox One, right? Because people people are like, well, they get the exclusives, right? They get the, they get the year one extra, extra strikes, so I wonder, I wonder what the sales numbers. I guess we'll wait a little bit before we can see those um, on the Xbox One. Um, go ahead, Sarge. What do you think about this uh, the f- initial? Lono, Lono has it pretty much on lock. But I, I, I'm more of a, the story guy. Like I, I've played the Halo series to death, and so this was a refreshing comeback for what Bungie can actually do if you let them do it. Okay. In the first 10 minutes of this game, I don't want to ruin anything for anyone who hasn't had it yet, but the first 10 minutes of the game between cutscenes and brief story plots within the Vanguard and, the, and your own character sets the stage for pretty much the entire game. And you, you, you're, you're connected immediately. Immediately you're connected with these characters, whereas before you could give two shits about them. Uh, and that is a huge change. For me, that's, that's reassuring. And then how they went about the, the as Lona said, the compartmentalizing of of different areas of the game where whatever you want to do, you can just go to as opposed to having to wait or, or, or have to unlock something before you get there. From the very beginning, you can decide where you want to go. Like, all you had to do was get to 40. Everybody got that in three seconds because they were hoarding cases. Yeah. But if you, wanted, if you wanted to go through and do the XP like I did, because I didn't hoard anything because I haven't played in two three months, right? So uh, I, it didn't take me long. It took me uh, like a 10-hour grind between two days, and I was level 40. And then I started realizing that all of a sudden quests started opening up. And it's just refreshing to have that kind of game all of a sudden. Like, it's the game we deserved last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, guys, if there's, you see a little bit of a lag going on. I, I notice it myself. I can't, I can't do anything about it. So our, our audio is not going to be syncing up a little bit. So um, my initial thing is what you just said, Sarge. Um, I had my Hunter. Um, I already had bounties. I had 16 bounties waiting done. Okay, I had uh, the quests all done. Okay, so as soon as I started the game, I literally turned in my bounties, and I went from 34 to 38, just turning in the 16 bounties. And then when I opened up my postmaster, uh, the postmark uh, packages inside the thing, I was like 40, and then I went like 43, basically, because I got three more motes of light. I got nine motes of light, so it just kept going and going. Um, so I was already level 40, which is okay, great. And it doesn't really matter what level you are. It's all about the light level. So um, it didn't really ruin anything for me. Now, for my Warlock and my Titan, I'm not going to 
uh, open up my bounties and stuff. Uh, I'm actually deleting them because I want to. I'm abandoning them. I don't want to actually turn them in. I want to go up the slow, uh, slow pace from 34 to 40. No, it's not that. It's not that slow. It's though. not slow. Don't, well, don't no, no. What I say by this is because I did the story mode with my hunter, and I was already done. Uh, I was so powerful when I got to uh, Oryx, the final in the in the story mission, that it wasn't really that difficult for me. So um, I found it difficult in the very beginning when I got in there, but then uh, my light level was too high because I could get the guns that I needed because I was already level 40. So it kind of ruined it for me just a little bit. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I did like that battle, though. I'm not going to go into detail, but I think that was one of the in most interesting boss battles done. Not counting raid, of course, but I like that boss battle. Man, I don't know what's going on with the... Uh, it's it's really bad on the lag. I'm going to try to stop real fast. So we're live again. Welcome back. All right. So the the next thing that's, uh, that we're going to talk about is the repercussions that's happening. Um, Bungie slamming uh, composer Marty O'Donnell in the response to his uh, arbitrator ruling last week where he won. Okay. Um, he won. But what's happening now is... That they're taking their shots, and the only think the only reason I think they're taking their shots is well, their game just dropped, okay. Um, so there's no such thing as bad press. So apparently they're going to milk it for all they got to keep their name relevant in the newspapers and in the blogs and in everywhere they could be. I mean, for God's sakes, Jimmy Kimmel had fucking what's his name? The the guy, the Spanish guy on the show, Markiplier and Miss May. Um, what's his name? The Pico, whatever his name is, the guy, the, his Spanish little co-star, he he did a commercial for Destiny on the show. I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, Guillermo. Guillermo, thank you. Okay, so they're they're just trying to be relevant, in my opinion. Um, do you guys have anything uh, on the ruling that happened last week, and then the repercussions that are happening this week? You have to go into details. If you look up the court case, you can look up the details. It has something to do with uh, his rights for the songs that they were using, and then they wanted to let him go for whatever reasons. And Bungie didn't want to let him go, and they made him. They made Bungie let him go. That's why it kind of turned into this snowball effect. But let's be honest, man. He wrote the songs for a great game, and and they, they took his stock options away. Whatever the thing was, he deserved everything he got. It wasn't like a big, huge thing. Well, he's he's going to make, was... make a crap ton of money because he's got, he's got uh, percentages coming to him all based on what they do with the sales of this because he, gets, he still gets royalties, royalties and stuff from this stuff. So. A part of them is like, we want to be successful, but we don't want to be too successful because we don't want to give our, our money away to this guy who we don't want with us anymore. Mm. Yeah, that, that would be a mistake. That would be a mistake. The, the think, music, mu music sets the mood, and he does the music really well for these games. What do you think, Lono? I don't under, really understand why they did this. I mean, basically, Marty's lawyer pushed back and said this was just a stunt to get it on like record, them trying to spin it and defend themselves. And what I think we're dealing with now are just corporate guys. There's, C there's guys in the C-suite, you know, the CEO or whoever on the upper, you know, probably trying to appease shareholders or, you know, board members who are not happy with how this shook out. Because clearly the, whoever handled the firing, whether it's, you know, th th this has nothing to do with Bungie that matters to us, the development Bungie. This has to do with like HR and whatever managerial staff completely bumbled this firing. 
Um, part of me, the, the, the tinfoil hat in me is like, well, maybe somebody did this on purpose because they knew it would end up in a lawsuit and end up on public record. What Activision did is like a sneaky way. But, I mean, that's probably pretty unlikely. However, I think that's what's going on. I think board members, shareholders, somebody said, you guys have got to do some damage control here because this is embarrassing. Somebody mishandled the firing of this pretty famous guy in the gaming world i mean his name is is pretty well known especially considering I mean, all you, he did for the halo soundtrack yeah, you say so, halo i mean you know mario donald for the halo soundtrack yeah well and it's just significant that the one of the foundational members of bungie he's one of the original seven you know basically gets sacked because of differences with activision and i just i don't think activision was happy about it i mean they may have been some of the driving force behind look you guys have got to kind of re-spin this a little bit. The sad thing is, is that the people that care, the gamers, the people like us that make videos and say, you know, like I said, it clearly shows that Activision ruined the creative process. I, we're, we're not buying it. Like, it's almost embarrassing at this point. Right, it's like, just right. let it go. We know what happened. We don't know in, you know, specific, specific detail. detail. Right. But we know what happened. And now you're just embarrassing yourself. So, you know, I would just feel like <laughs> right. they just need to let it go, especially with the launch of Taken King coming out. Just let that be what is in the, the mouth of the press, not something else. Right. It's it's sort of I don't think it's overshadowing it not be by any means, but it's it's still there. And I mean, we're talking about it. Other people have talked about it on other shows. So, um, yeah, so that's all really for the. We'll get out of the legal jargon, and we'll start talking. Uh, now, we'll give you our first impressions of the game as we go through, but we'll actually give you, like, Lona's been playing nonstop since it came out. I have about nine hours in, uh, and Sarge got a little bit more. So here's the thing that bugs me, right? The next the next little topic we have is uh, the treasure chests, right? I haven't found them because I haven't uh, actually been on a patrol yet in the, uh, the Dreadnought, but... They keep doing this to themselves, right? They released they released the 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 original vanilla game, and they put the treasure chest too close to the borders, right? So people would open the chests, go across the border, come back, open the chest again, keep doing it back and forth, and just farm engrams, spin metal, whatever whatever the case may be. All right, so they did it again for Dark Below, they did it again for House of Wolves, okay, and now they did it again for this. It's like why don't you guys fix this, right? And why is this a thing? Why why should why is this even a topic on our show right now? Because there's going to be not that it matters that people farm it because it doesn't affect anybody in PVE, but in PVP they might get a better drop, they might go up faster. I mean, well, there's there's a difference between a self grind and a grind that you have to do, that they, they, they are making you do. If Treasure I, choose, if I choose to go back and forth and keep opening up chests hoping to get a special engram, that's your business. Maybe it's like a little trademark thing for this game to, to, to do this self-farming grind that you guys do. Uh, it doesn't bother me that you can do it. I mean, it's on the list of stuff that needed to be fixed, that is number four million. That's so far down on the list, no one's even worried about it. I think it's cool that you can do it. It gives you like a little option when you're bored. I'm hoping to get a good engram and just keep farming a chest if you want to do it. Yeah, but so if, be you, it. if you're bored in the new content, you're not playing the game correctly, right? No, no, <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean, just, you know. There's so much stuff to do. A lot, a lot of people have ADD. Mo okay? A lot of people just want to go in the corner Monday, and the same thing over and over again. Monday before the drop, part. I was like, I got nothing to do in Destiny. I'm so bored. Tuesday, 5 o'clock in the morning, I was like, there's so much stuff to do. I, 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 can't, I don't have enough time in the day. There's, there's just too much stuff. <laughs> It's crazy. That's, that's the best problem to have. But do you, you think this is like, 
do you think it's a running joke for them to do this stuff like this? Or do you think it's just a, a they, they were so busy. They're like, oh, OK, we fixed it in dark below. We'll, we'll catch on the next one. House of Wolves came out. Oh, we'll, we'll catch on the next one. And they still haven't caught it yet. Should this guy be fired? Whoever's whoever's department this is <laughs> to put it well, next to him. Well, given what we know about fixing the heavy ammo glitch, I think there are systems in place that are so intertwined that if they mess with one, they mess with ten others. So more than likely what we're dealing with is a lot of this stuff was already in development. Of so course, Taking right. Kings being developed over here and then they fix House of Wolves or uh, The Dark Below and they fix it you know, because it happened with House of Wolves too. You could, you could re-farm for the keys and then they right. patched it. Well, that doesn't affect everything over here because this is all in place and they're building the Taken King. Then they plug the Taken King in and it comes with that that ground level carbon copy of whatever the code was for the chest and it just it just needs fixed that they'll fix it probably in the next update because i think thankfully what they were focused on was dumping content on us like an avalanche right so like mccluskey saying i mean and like you're saying if you're bored you know or he like he's saying like if people want to do this I, to a certain degree, let them. I've kind of said this before. Don't be so paternalistic. If people want to speed level in a game like Borderlands or in a game like this, they want to do that and take shortcuts or like people were saving bounties. I was encouraging people not to do that, even though in hindsight, I'm like, well, you level up so fast, it's kind of superfluous. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But to a certain degree, it's like, why rob yourself of fun and just marinating in a game? It's like you're turning the game into you interacting with the cold, hard code of the game to try to get it to spit out as much as you can, like, and as fast as you can, and then you turn around and you're like, oh, there's nothing to do. So I, I just think that this well, is part of what Bungie incentivized initially. They incentivized a community to take shortcuts because they placed so many timed hurdles in front of us. So Bungie kind of created this problem, but at the same time, that's just gamers in general. They look for shortcuts, cheats, and cheeses. And so on, if they're doing this on the dreadnought the only thing they're going to get are those stupid flakes i've not gotten anything significant from a chest right all i'm getting are those flakes which i don't know what significance they have after you get the sword oh right the, it's probably just another dead currency that they usually always have in the game i doubt it since it's coming out of every chest in the dreadnought i just don't know if it's going to have the significance people are maybe hoping for maybe they're hoping you know oh i'll get enough for all my other characters so when they start up they have they immediately have the flakes necessary for the sword i don't find the sword to be all that useful maybe i need to level up the damage but well but i going back to what you said about um people holding the bounties i was one of them and i think what people do um it's actually a smaller community but it's more larger because of twitch basically people keep the bounties because they want to be able to do the raids right and we didn't know level 40 was going to be like this fast to get to right so they were holding the bounties to give themselves a push because they had three days to get to level 40 to get their light level up so they could be the first to do the raids right because now tomorrow when the raid comes out tomorrow you're going to watch the the big streamers gathalion broman uh datto you know anybody else that's out there they're going to team up a streamer house they're going to say we're the first we're the first to do it they they want to be in the raid first they want to they're milking it, right? That's how they make their, their views. That's how they make the things. And be, when you have 400,000 people following you, when you say, hey, what are you doing there? Well, I'm, I'm taking the bounties and I'm holding them up because they're worth 5,000 a piece or 2,500 a piece so I can level up faster. Everyone's like, oh, that's a good idea. You know what I mean? So that's, that's right. why that's happening. Um, otherwise, um, so I think it's the very few that do it, but the very many copy because they're, they think it is. And then it ruins 
not really it doesn't really ruin the game but it did i like i said i beat the main story last boss faster than i would have if i didn't do what i did so i i'm interested in seeing i know they want to be the first to do it but since this is supposed to be the the most badass raid to date well we're gonna talk about that bar- yeah. Hopefully, barring any kind of like really bad glitches or mechanic failures in the raid, if they can get six people to spend X number of hours to actually try to do it, I'd like to see it. I probably I probably leave a DVR on and record it because there's no way you're going to be chewing through a raid like that. Well, I guarantee you. Um, you want to put a price on it? You want to see how many hours, hours wise? They break it? Hours yeah, wise, um, it'll be beaten by tomorrow. You think so? Yeah, it'll be beaten by tomorrow. Um, the same day, the same day it comes same out. Same day it comes out. It? I'll, I'll say eight, ten hours. Someone will beat it. Volta Glass went down very first time. I think it was like nine hours, eight, no, nine it was, hours. It was fourteen hours, bro. They fourteen hours. The first, the first person that had done it, they got it down from there. But fourteen. All right, hours then I'll, I'll I'll raise it within the yeah, first but... twenty four hours. It'll be complete, and then they'll start nicking it and knacking it down, and then it'll get faster and faster. Uh, th- these guys eat, sleep, and shit destiny, right? They know everything of every gun, what they need to do. They work together. Yeah, it's they a, it's they a... don't have the guns yet. No. Yeah. Well, I've been watching, we've been, we've been I've been farming watching for, some. We've been farming for a few days. Right? I don't We're know. farming for a few days. Gathalion's at now... 1, 190. You have to figure out what you have. 190, I think, 190. Or, I'm sorry, 290. Um, and some other people are up there in the, in the 290s. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. You need to have six people. That have all the goods. Oh yeah, no, and they ready they have go. they have six it's people. Not just two, three guys that are trying to do this. You're talking to everyone on the team has to pull their weight. I think Luke Smith and them are eating a bunch of popcorn, and they're gonna have ramen noodles sitting in their in their offices, watching Twitch, watching the people go through their their masterpiece because they, they Luke Smith said in an article that they built the hard mode first for this raid and then worked it back to normal mode. Okay, and there's some stuff that he said that's going to blow you away and you know what I'm, when he I'm said you're gonna throw money at the screen i was like you're an asshole all right when okay but now that he's saying that you're gonna be surprised after i put it in and watched what we're what we're playing with the game looks phenomenal the gameplay looks phenomenal the gunplay the gun the gun sounds the board layouts just bravo bungie for making up uh a year worth of i don't want to say garbage because i had a 900 hours saying otherwise but what they brought us in the DLC this time around, if they ever slack off and give us a really shitty DLC, the 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 whole community is going to explode in their face because this <laughs> is amazing what they did with this DLC. All right, so speaking of because it's so good, right, cutscenes, right? The opening sequence, even Lono said it, okay, the opening sequence has more cutscenes than the entire game <laughs> from the original, right? It's ridiculous. What do you guys, what do you guys have to say about the cutscenes and stuff? Go ahead. I, mean, I, think, I think it's clear at this point that, and I, and I have theories about this because of some of the cutscenes, uh, the chemistry and the characters that are there. If you go and then you go listen to patrol audio, for example, Cade Six like just steals the show. Like yeah. Nathan Fillion yeah. is just brilliant. He did an excellent job. The, and you have to consider though, as good of a voice actor as he is, someone had to write all of the stuff that he's saying. So there's this there's this whimsical humor and character they created. But not just him. The people he's interacting with, the chemistry and Zavala and Eris, and how he kind of makes fun of them and how they get you know there's just this chemistry. 
And then when you go listen to those patrol audios when they asked you to do something, it's those audio recordings were recorded a year like they've been in the game for a year. They are too finely tethered to the characters right. that we see in this game. So that I think tells us a significant amount of things were just completely removed because these characters, I don't think you could create the character from those little audio bits. I just don't think you could. They're too they're too tenuous and small and short like oh go collect this stuff. But when you look at the grand scheme of those cutscenes and how they interact and then you go listen to like Cade Six tell you to do something in the Dreadnought or do something on patrol, you know, just the simple ones about killing captains and collecting stuff, I think it becomes very clear that Bungie is absolutely brilliant at crafting story. And I said this just when they created the ta- the trailer for House of Wolves. I had a video of like something like Bungie the like House of Wolves trailer proves Bungie's their own worst enemy. And this is before we kind of knew everything about Activision. I was like, they're proving they can tell brilliant stories just with the trailer for House of Wolves. It was magnificent. And I was like, where why is a trailer more exciting than the than the content and the story in the game? And then the opening cinematic for Taking King hits and you're like can I please have an hour and a half of right, this? Right. I want to watch a movie. Like right. this is absolutely amazing, and the depth of character, the importance, and the urgency was so like on a level of ten. I was like, okay, I want to go play. What do we got to do? Who do we have to right, kill? Right. It was fan. It was just fantastic. It's the way it should be. It's the way it should be. Now, so when I started playing, I started playing with Sarge. We got in. I didn't even know he had the game. I was. I. I started my stream. I was ready to play as a sneak attack by by myself, and he's like, "What are, What are you doing, bro?" I'm like, "I'm about to play. What do you think, The Taken King?" He's like, "All right, so what are we doing?" I'm like, "I thought you didn't get the game." He's like, "No, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, let's 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 jump in." So we got in with a with a, a third buddy of ours, and when we get to uh, was it Phobos, the very first uh, little the mission mark, that yeah. you do, the cutscene, like you said, is I'm just like this. I'm like. Like I was just blown, blown away, right? And then habit of mine that first, that first cabal that's like crawling towards you, okay? I take a shot at them because yep. I've been, I've been shooting at them for mm. literally a year, okay? So uh, I was like, first reaction, shoot him, kill him. You know, he's dying anyway. I was just like, this is badass. And there's just Sarge was saying it when we were playing the game. He's like, look at this, the cinematic stuff that's happening in the skyboxes behind us, all the explosions, the rocks, the just everything that's happening i was just like what is ha- what is going on i was like this that's is this classic bungee right this is what we needed this is what we were missing the, the worlds feel alive right they even though there's a multi multiplayer world here and there's thousands of people playing it it, it was like dead it, was like, it didn't feel alive now it feels alive it feels like it's breathing uh i know the missions are new but I feel like if I did that Phobos mission over and over, it would just it wouldn't get as old as quick as like the Cosmodrome. You know what I mean? Like when you did the first mission on there. Um, I don't know. That's that's my point of view of the of the if first they, impression. If they, seeing if they were it. able to do like injections of like some, uh, I guess, making the environments come more vivid, like they did for Phobos, it, it would it would do justice to what they lacked when they released it originally. But the the initial going into Phobos, and then when you come out the backside, and there's that little battle sequence where the Taken are attacking. Yeah. Once again, they set the they set the scene for you, and they put you in the middle of it, and like, okay, here you are, you're in this. Now go ahead and do what you have to do. And you and you, for like the, for a good a minute, I was just staring around. Staring around. around. Thinking, yeah. I'm watching this stuff in the background. I'm not even shooting anybody. I'm getting shot at. And I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm looking at this stuff. Like, that's what it's here for. Like, some dude took the time to do all this. I want to see it. Right. Right. 
like the the early mission when you go into the tower. Remember in the very beginning of the game in the Cosmodrome, you said, I want to climb the top of that I did. tower. I did. I did. Very I first thing. you saying that the first yep. day of the game came out, yep. right? And lo and behold, here's some mission. You're climbing to the top of this tower. And it's you one of my are favorite like, ones. Yeah. You are so far up there, and you actually can see the different zones. Yep. You can from see up the there. whole Cosmodrome from the top right. of that one tower. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly what they should have been doing. And I Just like, like that. I it's like that particular small, level. But it, 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 it connects you with the game so much more. I like that particular level you just said. One because it's like it's a tunnel, it's like a it's like a jumping puzzle, it's like a little maze. You're going up. The board is the board is designed going up instead of forward. You know what I mean? It's it, it's right. a cool, very cool design uh, for that for that board. Um, and then when you get to the top, you know I'm sure if you're if you if the twelve people that haven't played the Taken King yet, I'm sorry, I'm ruining something for you. When the catwalk comes across. Uh, you either watched it on Twitch or you haven't, you know, play, or you played the game yourself. No oh. one's spoiling anything here. Okay, right. the catwalk goes across. I didn't know it was about to collapse. I thought it was just moving over, and I jumped across, right? And when I landed, I landed on the part right as it broke, and it. I turned around. You could see the bridge. Like I was like, whoa! I was like, even though when you die, nothing happens. You get, you know, respawned. Right? You're invincible. But I was just like, what the hell? That was cool to me. And I was just like, oh my god! I almost fell to my death because I didn't know that was going to happen. Yeah, they're able to grab you. They they set a scene where they're able to grab you. That's the whole point of it. It's not just supposed to be some arbitrary area you just run through. And Lono spoke about this a couple episodes back of this guy spends all his time, his art design, he designs this entire yeah. level. He puts all the things in the spots for you to see. They want you to look at and it. And then people just kind of run through it and don't care. Right. There's like, a lot of spots. Card? We found that playing card sitting on so the... So much on, detail on the Queen of Spades playing card. I don't know if it's like a hidden Easter egg or whatever. Maybe it'll be on any, uh, one of those uh, videos. But you see the detail on the card. It's like... Why? Why would you spend that much time on a little playing card in the middle of a board and the on this little table over here? Like, why would you do that? Because that's what they do. That's the whole genius behind it is to put the your passion into the level you're creating. Level creating people don't give enough don't they don't get enough credit for some of the levels that we play because you're just too busy running through them because you're tired of them. Well, you can see the level design. Most of the boards that you first do when you first start off, it's not you're hitting the sh the the shit's not hitting the fan right away, right? It's very it's very quiet. You move slowly through it. You're like exploring. You're looking around. You're seeing what the world is like, and then all of a sudden it starts to happen. And when a battle happens in, in the in the Taken King, it's like it's on, right? It's it's so much fun when when you start fighting the guys, and then when you see the Taken, they're so freaky. The music starts creeping in on you, and the the guys start like twitching out and stuff. It's 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 awesome. It really is. Is anybody else like thrilled that the actual AI has to be broken down to kill it now, as opposed to just throwing the biggest weapon you have at them? Like all the different things that they do to jive together, like you fight in certain guys and one guy puts a shield on another guy and you have to kill that guy first, or one guy puts a Titan bubble around them and they can shoot through it while you can't shoot at them. It's like, it's very, it, it, it's setting the stage for people have to work together. It's a team-based game. You have to work together. You just can't run in with a bazooka and rocket launch everybody and try to win. I I like it. I like that so much. You you, you <laughs> the game becomes it's an entirely different kind of game. It's not just shooting guys in the head. It, it's oh okay. Uh, next next question. <laughs> no, go ahead, Lono. You you look like you uh, want to say something. Well, first on the environments, I just want to say that I to, I still don't understand how they pulled this off on the old gen systems because when i'm up on that tower or when i'm on phobos 
and the stars and the dust and the rings of Saturn when yep. you are about to fight Oryx. I'm like, what the frick? How did you do this? <laughs> right. It looks incredible. And then I had people on the old gen system saying it, it ran fine. It looked great. I only had two instances of frame rate drops today during a fight where I it was it was during the court of Oryx. And I mean, I, there's a thousand things going on. So I was like, oh, OK, not that big of a deal. That's the only time. And then you get on the dreadnought, and there's just these. You look to the left and the right, and it's just enormous. It's like I'm in a HR Giger, or whatever his name was, the guy who does aliens. Uh, some of the alien, the artwork that inspired the aliens, the xenomorphs. I feel like I'm in one of his paintings or something. Just huge, expansive areas and creepy. And I'm like, how is this running on old gen? And then you get into combat, kind of what uh, Sarge is talking about, and it's like. You cannot dial it in. You've got right. to be paying attention. You can't just just hit those easy headshot hitboxes, and they're not just going to stay still for you either. The, you know, the Taken are twitching and moving, and yep. the Scions, on some of the harder levels, it's already happening. They'll split, and the new one gets full health, so yep. I mean, you're yep. right about to kill them, and then all of a sudden they split. It's like, you got to be kidding me. And then the, the, the tethering shield thing, they'll do that to one of the champions while you're patrolling. Oh, that's terrible. And it throws yeah. your whole strategy <laughs> off because you've just done, you know, like a punch with the Titan to get that burn where they take extra damage. And then all of a sudden they tether to him and you're like, are you serious? So I, I appreciate now that I'm not dealing with – there are spongy fights. I got – like mo all the strikes I did today, there was one – where I got irritated because they just kept spawning guys behind us. We couldn't get. I could. Oh, I, I think I was watching like you. I was, I was watching you then. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't engage in the fight. You just keep. You just keep ambushing me, and I feel like you're kind of being cheap. That's the only time I felt that in 30 hours. All the other fights, I'm like, this is an absolute blast. It's hard. You got to pay attention. You cannot sleep your way through this like you could on the old strikes. Um, and so I think that that is one of the reasons why. A lot of the compartments that I talked about, I don't think people are going to be able to say that they're boring. I don't think people are going to even think that they're boring because it's not going to be that hide behind a box and shoot for you know right. 20 minutes at a boss fight. You just can't – none of the fights are like that. Unfortunately, this makes some of the old content annoying yes. because you're like, yes. oh, I got to go do <laughs> this. What a snooze. So I'm hoping they keep injecting the take-in into old stuff so we never get that juxtaposition of, oh, I got to go do old stuff now. Um, I really hope that they continue to do that because they need to let that kind of wash over the content and bring life to it so that there isn't such a such a sharp divide. So totally what, agree. What, what you were saying with the – like when I fought uh, Oryx at the end, right? I was by myself. I don't know if you guys were with people, okay? Um, <laughs> but I was I was by myself, okay? Yeah. And it was annoying. I mean, I I beat it. It was it was it was difficult, but it was like I said because I was higher level. But the Taken kept splitting and splitting and splitting, and I was like shooting him, and then he would summon some more, and I was I wasn't even getting any hits on him. Okay, I was just killing the ads. I'm like, well, this is this is definitely not working out, <laughs> right? And then there was another part before I even got to Oryx where you're like running through the dreadnought and there's this ogre that appears, right? And the oh, I'm sitting in the doorway trying to hide because I'm almost out of ammo. The Taken are freaking me out. I'm by myself. I'm below level. And the ogre comes charging at me, and I'm like, oh, damn, he's coming He's coming at me. So I start running, and he's just chasing my ass around the, the board, and I'm picking pot shots, pot shots at him. And I'm like, where am I supposed to go? I, I have nowhere to hide. Okay, the taking keep, as Lono said, 
keeps spawning like right behind me, right? So I'm like jumping away from them, and then the the I don't even know their names yet. I haven't played it long enough. They're they're the fallen guys that were the captains, and they oh, shoot those... they shoot uh, those big black bubbles at you. Oh yes. yeah. Oh my yes. god, that is so freaky when you go blind and you're a mm -hmm. complete black and you're getting your ass kicked. You see, all you see is your energy level just draining. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> you can't yeah, do that's anything. That's one of my favorite characters, actually. They throw that blind bubble at you and then you hear the sword chinging because they're coming yep, right at you. Because they come charging at you as they blind you. Yeah, it's it's I, great design. Yeah, I great like design. that they gave, them, they gave them super moves that they use they used almost eerily too brilliantly because the, um, the Cabal... That shield blast, not yeah. only does it yeah. sound and look so cool, like even when it happens to me and it messes me up, I'm almost like, it looks so cool. Okay with it. <laughs> You're like, it's okay they, if I'm dead. They will, if you try to jump over them, they will seriously like lean back and and do it and it shoots, it like pushes you way up. Oh, and I didn't even notice or they'll try and do it on the edge. They'll wait until you come around a corner or something on an edge, and boom! And they'll try and knock you off the edge so you die. I, I that just adds this whole other element of like I'm not playing against some dumb right, like AI. pop shot enemy. This enemy is going to use not only its gun but its blades and its its the powers shield. and yep. strategy against me. So there's this liveliness to the game where you you. You, you don't feel like – this is the other thing I said is you don't feel like in Vanilla Destiny like, okay, ghost, you go do your thing and I got to wait now for people to come and attack me. You almost right. feel like you're stumbling upon just all this action and stuff going on. You're like, oh, crap, we got to fight. Like it's more chaotic and more tumultuous. You don't feel this boring sort of horde mode repetition. There's only a couple moments where you do have to kind of kill everything before moving on. And I think that there that's used in a healthy way. It's not just this, you know, oh, we're going to use this for every fight scene and for every every checkpoint. Right. Yeah, it's the AI is crazy. Like when you're when you're starting to fight some people, you'll see a guy pop a bubble and they all run into the bubbles. Mm -hmm. And you're like, "What the hell?" <laughs> I, I play with people when I pop a bubble. Don't pop. Don't run into my bubble. <laughs> so, it's it it's like we were just talking about the new missions. I think are the new standard, right? And the old missions are like yesterday's garbage. I mean, it's I I played I played a new mission and then I had to go do a quest where I did one of the old missions. I was like, man, this is this is lame, right? Like it is. It's just lame. You just look at the old missions and. I think they have to do like a reboot or something or, or do something with them because they're not they're not challenging at all. You just tear through them. Maybe. I don't know if they, I, I haven't noticed myself, but do you know if you can take the old missions and rank up the levels to make it harder? I haven't tried myself. You can. Um, you're talking about missions or patrols? Like, about like a, no, no. Well, like um, in-game missions. Yeah, like the old story missions. Like can you make them like to level 280, you know, like – Light level two eighty or something like that. The, when I when I started my hunter, there's no more of this. Um, like when you're playing through the campaign, oh, let's up it from level four to five or six, and I'll get more XP. That's gone. So all the missions are just at that level. But there's a there is a light level of like I think two forty is what I was seeing okay. that you can do, and I think that's there if you feel <laughs> like playing through the entire game again, um, at essentially your level. 
just to get the experience because I think some people were probably wanting to do that. Like, well, let's just go back through and play. You can hear uh, uh, Nolan Droid or Northbot, whatever the heck <laughs> they're calling him. Um, you can hear him because I know some people wanted to see how he how he handled it. I think he's fine. I, th- I feel like I'm in the minority. A lot of people don't seem to like him. But uh, that that is you can do that. You can replay those missions at that higher light level. And I think you're right. I think that the this is the new standard for missions because not only – are the, the is the combat far far superior the boss fights are absolutely fantastic you're you you are not allowed to sit still ever in right, any of the boss right. fights and i think that that's great you can't hunker down and stay behind like a wall you have to keep moving constantly yeah. they need to knowing that knowing what they can do with the scripts of uh the the bots the ai guys i think they need to juice up everybody else and not not all at once but like 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 you said Luna, injecting of innovation like one day you turn the system on, and all of a sudden the Fallen are doing stuff that never thought Fallen could do, and then they're kicking your ass, and you're like, you have to reevaluate how you handle them. I would like to see things like that done. Just drop them in. Don't say nothing to nobody. I like to be surprised. I, there was a mission I was on uh, for Varix, and in the middle of the Rubicon Wastes, there's a giant walker, and the Fallen and the uh, Cabal are fighting, and I'm going, what? It, what? Like, that, to me... Is interesting. Like all of a sudden, you come walking in. I'm supposed to do what? With fight with who? And then, and in in the middle of it, of course, the taken come by. So now you have three, three three different things. Right. And by the way, it's only immediately like me and one other guy. It's and and this is one of the one of the main things about the game that I love so much. Um, It's like these these random wheels are spinning, and then these moments you have where it just clicks, where you happen to be with the right people at the right time, and there's no planning it. Right. It's me and this other guy and we're holding our own like back to back going like crazy trying to kill off the walker. Plus everybody else is coming. He jumps in a tank. He starts shooting at the walker. I'm throwing I'm, I, uh, I finally got my my special for the the, the the Titan with the hammer and I'm throwing hammers like a madman. And it's epic. It's epic. I, I, I pressed the record button. I couldn't get to the record button fast enough on my Xbox. When I'm like, this has got to be recorded. And then, and then all of a sudden, everything just dies down, and it's like a, it's like a giant crescendo, and then it all goes silent. And then you're like, yeah, it's nice that wow. you said it like that. Wow, yeah, that's 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 the way it should be. And like, you don't get it every time, but it it. I love the way in, in the randomness of their game. This is the kind of randomness I like in that aspect. I like when things just kind of click. You have no idea what's going on, and then all of a sudden, it just clicks, and you're immersed in it for the five, ten minutes, whatever it is. And then afterwards, you you say, wow. That's that's the fun factor that we need in a game like this, right? It's 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 nice that you said it like a like a crescendo. It's like it is music. Like the way the battles happen goes along with the music, right? And the music starts to slowly build, and you get into the battle. And then when the when when it hits, the music's just intense, just constantly intense. And it makes your it makes your heart rate like go up, right? Because you're like involved, like really in, in depth into the story and into the music now. And then you're fighting, and it's just awesome. And then it, it as soon as you beat it. The music goes, Dit! and then it, it like comes down, you know, and it just and it, you settle down. You're like, whoa, man, that was that was a good time there. That was a good. Yeah, what, you just hear like the wind what, blow afterwards, like right. it's all over, like a little calm after the storm. Yeah. yeah. Well, you never want it to feel like Groundhog Day. Like, you <laughs> hope this guy's gonna come out right. Uh, 
here, and this guy's going to come out right here. Like, you just know what's coming. Like, that right. that doesn't feel like it's alive. It feels like just this mechanical, dead, flat, neutered world, and I like that. Now, in that vein, with these champions showing up and different things that you have to do because it's a random event, essentially. Well, not a random. You kind of like the wolves. You kind of have to be there and wait for it. Um, my only beef with that stuff is that it's it's. I feel like it's too. The timers are too short. So if you're trying to kill one of those champions for a particular, oh yeah, mission, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And you're there with your fire team. If you if you either get there too late or you can't quite scramble to do enough DP like do, do uh, enough DPS to the boss, the champion, they despawn and. I'm 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 a little I think they probably are going to fix that because I can see them sort of seeing like the fail rate maybe being too high and that really frustrates players when like I'm not actually able to complete this not for lack of trying but because well there's not enough people here right now like there's nobody on patrol we've theorized that they've ex- they've uh, they've added a lot of servers and so that's why patrol feels a little bit empty cuz they want to make sure there's enough capacity like today the servers took a dump for 15 or 20 minutes at 3 Eastern because all the kids got home from school. So you're going to have that. And so I said I'd rather have empty servers than down servers. So it's an okay problem. But I can kind of see them having to increase those timers because I like what Sarge said. It's just like, what? What is this? What's going on? And you're suddenly thrust into this amazing battle. But then when you fail – because of a timer it's like no 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 leave them there and or at least like i said extend it a little bit so you know if you're by if you're by yourself it's like almost almost impossible because you don't do enough damage to them it is i I doubt you could beat until you get your light level way up and get some better gear uh with specific perks to really up your dps there's no way you could take down the champs by yourself there's too many ads now going on to let's let's go into the actual like game when you first get in right so when you first get into the game, it's kind of like you're lost, right? You get to the tower, and there's all these there's all these purple triangles everywhere, and you pick them up, and most of them are the old missions, right? And it's kind of hard to find the new missions within there when you first get in. Like, if you're a year one player, you just want to start the, the Taken King quests right away, but you don't know where to go because there's, like, so many freaking triangles and so many different things to do, Um I think they could fix that a little bit as far as, you know, if it's the old content and they know I've already done it, some of them were in the abandoned quest uh, kiosk, but some of them were still on the actual players themselves. Do you know what I mean? So when I got to the tower, I was like, oh, that must be my next quest that I'm going to do. And I pick it up and I'm like, no, that's already my subclass. I already did that subclass, right? So why is it showing me that at all? Because, you you know what what I'm saying? Because it's got cutscenes to show me. Because it wants me to, it wants me to play that story again. Because it's they have cutscenes for it now, right? There's cutscenes for the Titan for his older two class, other two subclasses, right? Right. There needs to be more of a definition they need, between right. old old game and new game, right? As opposed to everyone being the same color. And then know? and then another another uh, little issue I have is they gave us the spark, right? The 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 spark light to help us get XP faster and move up faster. Well. That was nil and void for me. I didn't even need it, right? Because I went up a thousand percent instead of the twenty-five percent, whatever the, the that bonus was supposed to be. So stuff like that is a lame as well. Because if you how if you didn't even use anything, right? 
within three hours, you went from 34 to 38 to 39, right? You didn't even need help leveling up with the experience and stuff like that. Well, the, the spark of light is to take you from level 1 to level 25. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. There, there's another one, the Red Bull Codes, that give you. Oh, the Red Bull Codes. Right? Oh, the ominous uh, well, I, Red Bull I, Codes. I forget what that one's called. I'm sorry if I, I called it wrong. But basically, it's supposed to help you level up faster. Well, d- how fast do you want to go, man? I mean, it was, it was yeah. super fast. I think it's just a pointless... I mean, yeah, I know it's an advertisement. And they want people to go out and buy Red Bull and stuff like that. But... Uh, Something that they could do a little bit more. I don't know, like, here's a gun that'll last until you're level 38 or 39. I know you have some gripe with the Ciro's package that they gave us. You know what I mean? I mean, you pre-order the gun package. No one knew where the hell it was. You thought you were going to get it in your, maybe in your Postmaster, right? Everyone's looking there for it. But no, it's at the gunsmith, your Vanguard gunsmith. And when you get there, they're they're green and they're shitty, right? So there's no even point to use them because by the time you found them, you already found a gun that was better than the one that you, they gave you. Oh, is that is, is that the answer? I thought I was missing it. It's a well, green. Well, there Soros? you go. That's... No, yeah. There's three. There's three green Soroses that you can buy from the Vanguard Quartermaster, and they're all dookie. Like within within and like within thirty to forty minutes, you would have been getting rid of them. Yeah. Um. I just don't right. understand. I, here's what I think happened. I think Activision said we want a pre-order bonus. Get these people to buy the expansion. Do it. And I think I think Bungie was like, "Well, what the heck are we supposed to do? We didn't we didn't prepare for this." So I think they threw together something really quickly, and it was this dumb afterthought. So yeah. Nobody knows where it was. There was no communication about how to get it, and then it's convoluted. Because yeah, it's very convoluted. It's marketed towards people who already have level thirty-four characters. And then they all pre-order, so ooh, we can get some cool guns right away. And they're crap; like they're not even that helpful. Now there, there's two parts to it. There's a Vanguard weapon pack that we haven't gotten yet. So the Suros was supposed to be, and I think the language they used. Somebody kind of told me, well, the language they used it was a Suros starter pack and a Vanguard weapon something deployment, or I don't know. So I think we're gonna get something better in the past. Oh. I, I Bungie should rectify. So it, we're you know still getting actual be. Suros guns. You're saying. They'll be Vanguard guns. Oh, Vanguard instead. guns. Okay, they'll okay. have the little V on them instead of the cool sleek Suros design. So the Suros guns, they just weren't clear enough about it. I'm I'm okay with it now that I kind of know that. But again, you, that it just was. I think it was thrown together. I think Activision probably pushed and said, "You need to do a pre-order bonus." Not enough people are pre-ordering because uh, it came out of nowhere. It was not initial. Right. It was there was no initial language about it when when they told us, "Yeah, you can buy the Taken King for 40." There was no language about that at all. All of a sudden it cropped up and it was like, "Why is this happening like 2 weeks before it comes out?" I don't think people were ordering enough as much as Activision wanted. Okay. Is there any gripes that you guys had when you first got there and and I mean, I know everything's kind of like blinded when you first put the game because you're so excited to play it, but did you notice things that were a little bit you know, like, oh, come on, guys! You could have done this better. Or, I, I'm I'm the stickler on this one because uh, I know too much. I've been playing games for too long, so I expect more, and so it takes a little bit more to make to appease the beast in me. Um, I still think that I haven't played enough to give it the proper. It's just first impressions. Just first impressions. Okay, for my first impression is there's still there's still some stuff that was lacking for the for the actual guns. Uh, you took away the rolling, and now we have the infusing. And once again, it's not even like a thing where it's talked about in-game 
or you can talk to the gunsmith and he explains it to you. It's just kind of like this thing you have to either read from other people or get the information from where I'm going to take a, a, a gun, a, a better level than the gun I have, but it's a gun I don't use. I'm going to break it down and make the gun I have better. You know, it, it, it as beforehand, I was able to roll for guns and roll for the perks that I wanted on the gun. So we had something in my mind better. Right. And now all we did was take that away and you're giving us something that all it is is raising the number value of the gun so I can keep it with me longer right. until I find a better weapon. That kind of is a letdown. I'm more along the lines of you let me make the gun I want to make. And if it's not from rolling, then let me find pieces of something that I can do to turn those in to make the gun I want to make. I should have some type of option. Customizable weapons is not a new thing. That well, should be something that we have. I think think that they have the end game in mind i think maybe the the rolling of the guns was sort of seen as i mean i did it on a dry rot i sat and rolled the thing for an hour and got the the one the perfect one that i wanted i don't know about that though like is that how you want the gear to be like i think you're more on the right track of being like well let us be in control of the guns we're using and i think once people maybe understand infusion in the end game, that's exactly what you're going to get. There's a Suros auto rifle that I love, and I'm it's a legendary, and I like its perks. I also have a Suros scout rifle that I really like the perks. I can just keep bringing those with me, which is great. So I don't have to be like, oh well, shoot, I just got another scout rifle and its damage is higher. I got to switch to that now, and, and, unless I'm an idiot. But I don't have to do that now. I can be like, no, I like this gun better. This has perks that I've grown to enjoy and like. And I think that gives it more of maybe a random real feeling like I found this gun in the wild or I got this gun from from a mission and I really like it. It's really it's really been my favorite and I want it to keep going with me. This gun, not so much, but hey, the damage, I'm going to basically steal damage from it and give my, you know, damage a six point boost, I think is the max you can you can uh, incrementally move. So it's like another version of Transmogrify in Diablo 3 where you are getting you are in more control of what you're using in a sense you're still dependent they've moved they've kind of moved the goalposts you're still dependent on RNG a little bit and legendary marks to basically get better gear to move your light level up because until you do that you're not strong enough to do certain activities so you're in more control but you were still working in that kind of weird you know arena where my light level matters and i need gear to move the light level and so I've got to find this, you know, I've got to find this better gear than I have, but at least I can continue using the gear I like if I if if I like it more than what I found. Well, let me ask you a quick question about that though is, so let's say for instance like the gun that you the current Soros gun you're using now let's say is 210, okay? And it's level 40, right? And you keep finding like greens and blues that are level 40. Now, if you happen to find a green or a blue that has a higher number higher damage number than that gun, and you infuse it, and you raise it to six points, does that mean that the game somehow knows to give you a random drop every so often that's going to be higher than the current number you have? I mean, because the gun is 40, right? The guns you're finding are level 40 now anyway. So how does that number keep going nope. above the number that you already but it's, have? It's, the, it's 40. It's 40 is the 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 gun. Like, you, you, you can equip it at 40, but the light level of the guns keep going up, right? So you can find, let's say you have a gun that's 200, but you find a gun that's 212. Okay, and you don't like the gun that's 212, you can destroy it and fuse it with the 200, and the 200 goes from 200 to 207 or 212 or whatever it is. So you can keep, you can't dismantle guns that are lower than the gun that you're using. 
So it exponentially gets higher and harder to level up your gun, right? Because once you get a gun that's that like 280, question. once you have a gun that's like 280 or 290, you finding another gun that's 280 or 290 is going to be harder to do. So what you're going to have to do is take other, and this is, it gets really complicated, right? So you have to take other guns, start leveling those guns up to get to a gun up high enough so it's just higher than the gun that you want to use and then destroy that one and infuse it to that. It's like a right, juggling so out with weapons see, now, now. To me, that's some kind of other layer of the onion that has to do with endgame and rating, right? Because how are you supposed to level up guns if you can't find the guns that are that level? Right. Well, is, is, I mean, if the da- I, there's if, first to correct, there's no light level on, on weapons and, and gear anymore. It's a damage rating and a defense rating, and those numbers contribute to your light level. Correct. So the Sorry. higher Thank your you. defense and your uh, damage rating, the higher your light level goes. So when you find a gun or piece of armor that has that higher rating, that's when you're in that situation of, well, I need to infuse. Now, with what you're asking about rating, I don't necessarily think we're going to be... I I don't know what the damage... um, We're theorizing at this point that the damage cap is 300, like the highest you're going to find... I've already got an exotic that I think is 290. So more than likely what we're going to run into is this. This is this is kind of me just off the cuff theorizing is that in raid gear is the only thing that's going to go beyond 290. Um unless people in the chat have found anything over that. And so then you're going to need to then farm for raid gear to start maxing out. Same thing with your armor. There's going to be an armor defense cap without the raid like you're just not gonna be able to find a helmet or a chest piece with that that level now you're obviously going to have the incentive to wear the raid gear or keep the raid guns because i'm sure they're going to have raid perks so that's when you're going to get into the situations of well then i'm going to need extras to then infuse and break down to then raise my my guns ratings and things of that nature so i think we're still going to be in that situation of Everyone looks the Where same. Where we get somewhat landlocked. Right. And we're like, I can't raise my light level or my defense or damage rating until these certain things drop. Now, they said they implemented smart RNG, so you should get gear that you need. Like, that's not going to give you a duplicate. So if you're running the raid for the third time and you've already got your boots and your chest, it's not. It's less likely to give you boots and chest. You're more likely to get a helmet or an arm. So that's encouraging. I just don't know what's going to happen. Then, like what what Sarge is saying, like, well, how are we going to then find like higher lo- higher level damage and, and attack ratings to then bring those guns along that we really really like as we've you know as we found them? I don't I don't know how that's going to work out. Again, they have the end game in mind. I think that's why some of this is so confusing and seems convoluted. It doesn't make sense. I think until you're kind of in that that realm of maximizing your light level with attack and defense ratings. So basically it's going to go back to what it was originally when the Vault of Glass. Everyone, you are legend, right? Everyone has, and you can look the way you want. You know, you looked originally like you look like really bad superheroes in the very beginning in, in Vanilla Destiny. And then you you look badass now, but it's just a longer process until we all look the same again. Because if the armor, yeah, let's just say there's six sets of armor, okay, or something like that in the in the raid. So... There's six different types of armor that'll mix match in between, but um, still, the end, we're all going to look the same, right? Because that's the best armor in the game. So you can't take the armor that you find on the outside world that we know of, that we know of yet, and well, can you level it up. Can you infuse armor, or is it just weapons? No, you can, re- you can infuse armor. You can infuse armor. Okay, so that then it, 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 
as long as you're patient enough and you find the gear that you like, you can make you can make yourself look like whoever you want, basically. Yep. Yeah, just but, but obviously if like you're doing the raid, though, it. yeah, but if you're doing the raid, there's going to be perks on the actual gear for the raid. Right. So the more you do the raid, the more gear you'll get from the raid, and then the more raid gear you'll wear. So when you're in the raid, everyone's going to be wearing the same gear because that's the end game. But, well, yeah. I'm sorry. Go but, ahead. In, Go ahead, but in the raid, that's true. However, like we talked about, there's all this, there's all these compartments, right? So the factions have subclass specific perks. So if you are go- if you know you're going to run your Titan with your Sunbreaker, there's specific armor that you get solar perks for. Uh, and so right. it says if you're wearing solar subclass armor or you do a solar subclass this, you get these perks. So I think what they're probably envisioning then is when I'm going to go run Oryx or I'm going to go run a Nightfall, depending on the burns, I'm going to completely re-outfit myself and go, all right, here's the strategy, guys. I'm going to run Sunbreaker. You're going to run and make orbs, and we're going to look completely different because right. you're going to fall into that role. Like, this is the armor I've really grown to love and like and level up for Sunbreaker. This is what I have worked on and leveled up for running raids. I hope that that plays out well because it sounds great right now, right. but it could get grueling and really frustrating. So it has the potential to be a flat tire. I think that I think with the rate of everything dropping, that's not going to be the case. Like the, the loot drops are very, very high right now. So the, 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 um, the court of Oryx is dropping stuff like crazy. So I don't think we're going to see that. I think they're going to be dumping stuff on our lap enough. Do you think it's going to be like that? that Do you think it's going to be like that? Or do you think they're going to nerf that? Good question. You think the the drop rate's going to go down after the hype, hype week or two weeks goes by? Yeah, I don't know because at this point it's, it's incremental enough and slow enough that, that again, it's it's the same thing with Destiny. You're going to get to that max light level and then just start grinding Nightfalls, Heroic Strikes, and the Raid. Like, they know that's what's coming for everybody. And so I think that's why I said they need to be able to innovate those things and change them, make them fresh. And same with PvP. Like, put Mayhem on control just for the fun of it. Like, they're going to have to do stuff like that because we're, no matter what you do... That's what your community is going to do. That's what they're. That's where they're going to end up. They're going to end up in the end game with a max light level, and they're grinding for completion sets or whatever. Well, I was watching. I was watching Gathalion and Broman, and they had a, a crew, and they were just doing the the Court of Oryx over and over. And the I think they did it for like an hour, hour and a half. And the, the shit that they had when they came back to the tower and turned, I was just like, damn. I mean, they were getting legendaries left and right, uh, and then leveling them up as they go. But I well, think I personally think they're going to nerf the the crap out of that within the ne- within the first month because it's, wh- it's too where hard. Where are you guys getting these coins from, though? Where are the coins dropping in order for you to go to the Court of Oryx? They the, where's the coin drop at? They drop randomly, don't they? Uh, like they, just events there's, will happen in the Dreadnought, and then it drops. Yeah, from him. there's three levels of coin, and the reciprocal ones are the lowest level. There's so the, it's, it's just easier to call them by their color. There's white, blue, and purple. Um, and the white ones are pretty much dropping all the time. I mean, I went there today and I think I had 15 and I was like, oh, we can run tier one 15 times. Jesus. That's just for you. Yeah. And then when you're running it, you're running white, uh, that there's a very high probability of a blue token to drop and to charge the blue token, you have to run white three times and then et cetera. And then the same thing. Once you finally find a purple token, you got to run blue three times. 
Now, if you get stuck and you're like, oh, man, I need a blue token and I because I, I need to charge up my purple, you can buy them from Eris. So I don't think anybody's going to feel like, well, this sucks. I can't. It's not going to be like keys in the, in the, in the prison. You're going to be able to just buy them from Eris and be like, hey, let's go run some blues. Let's run tier two and then let's work our way up to tier three. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, nerfing the loot drops – yeah, it's possible. I mean, if if they're running it for an hour and going back and just dumping a, a, a literally a, a dumping pile gear, in, yeah, Cryptarch's lap, they're gonna maybe look at that and be like, uh, "Whoops, like this is a little too high." Um, but again, we're all gonna end up there anyway, and then it's all about the legendaries and the exotics. And if those are dropping infrequently enough, then I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Well, Bungie wants. They want you to get your gear, but at the same time, they want to stretch it out as much as they can because technically, if you think about it, the content for the game is very short. As as I mean, you can beat the story within six hours, right? And then it's just a grind for gear, right, to get to the raid. And if you're a person that doesn't do the raid, right, if you never ever do the raid, there's really not much really for you to do except for getting the gear that you want to gear just, just to get it, right? So they want to stretch that out as long as they can to make that what I like to call false content uh, in in the DLC drops till the next DLC comes out. Well, isn't there isn't there enough end game stuff currently? If we're leaving the raids out of it, oh, there's between, there's a lot of stuff to do. Prisoner of Elders, Trials of Osiris. Yeah, but there's a lot of people. The Court of Oryx. Like, isn't that between those three things and the PvP? Isn't that what keeps you coming back for like yeah. a few hours sessions yeah. when you reach the when you're reaching at the end? Well, I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that's kind of like. The gist of it, right? You're just you need to have a few things at the end, at the end of the game, completely, where it's like, dare I say it, turn it on, let's go play a few rounds of Call of Duty, or play a few rounds of Battlefield. Well, no, where yeah, but they do it very well. A couple rounds of whatever, and then that's your evening because there's nothing else really to do. And like you, until you said, until the next thing comes out. But since we know that they can input anything that they want, you know, at any time, you could they could inject any kind of quest line whenever they want. That's the kind of sense that that, that excites me is they could decide to talk about whatever from a story point of view, since it's their world, and say, hey, this guy's doing this. Here's a quest line for you. We just happened to put it in there. And and by the way, not talked about. It's just something that somebody ha- randomly finds. Hey, I talked to this guy. He gives out quests. Right. I'm like, what? He's not giving out quests for me. What happened? What have you been doing? Like, And then it starts this like little train in the community. Like, I, I found something. It causes something else. That's the kind of stuff I like. And, and, well, and like I say, in an, M- in an, in an MMO even though we, we can't say that's a bad word, but that's the kind of things that happen. It's like these hidden gems, things that keep you interested, things that get you to call up your buddy and like, dude, guess what I just found? You got to get on tonight. Uh, I found this quest line and, and he says we're going to get some kind of weapon. So now it starts this whole big bandwagon. Like that's the kind of way I think it should go. It shouldn't be where we're doing what we got to do, cookie cake paste, we got our end game gear, we do the raid, and now everyone's like this. We're waiting for the next thing right, to come out. Right. There's nothing else out there. Like and, you know, well, I don't think it has to be that way. Well, speaking of, I right now I'm level forty. My light level is I think one ninety eight, right? I think, and I don't know what to do. I have no quests that are showing up on my thing to move my to get better gear. Right? I'm having issues trying to find gear because I can't do the strikes yet for some reason. Because I have to, my light level has to be I think it was a two thirty to do like the nightfall the weekly nightfall the weekly uh, heroic 
Nightfall is 280. Or 280, sorry. Weekly Heroics is 260. So what am I what am I doing now? Heroic strikes I mean. As as a player where I'm not even at 200 yet, right? What do I run to get the gear? Yeah, there's a weird limbo. I talked to McCluskey about this because he came in and he was like, what the heck am I supposed to do? I'm like, there's a weird limbo there. It doesn't last long, but there is this limbo of like, wait a minute. I want to go run weekly, uh, what is it, the heroic strikes because you get legendary marks. It's like, I want to go do that, but I don't. my light level was not high enough. The best thing to do, I'm surprised you don't have any quests though. I don't understand. It's taking me forever to clear out my quest log and I'm on my third day because you said the story only takes six hours Eris, the Queen, Varix, everybody's giving me quests I have, that are, yeah, that are I have new quests, and tied to the story. But when I'm when I'm I'm having issues like I'm doing some of the quests, but I'm not getting any I haven't got any gear to level up my Oh, wait, I did get one. I got a I'm a hunter now. I got a my first exotic uh chest plate, but it was for my warlock. Which that pisses me off uh, uh, tremendously. Tremendously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. But that's the only gear I've gotten. I, I haven't had any gear to push my character over the 200 mark to so i could do the 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 daily uh you know all and then i can't get any legendary marks either uh to do the stuff the only way i got a legendary mark is to do the the crucible uh every day and they say you can get up to 15 i think it is per day well if it helps you out there's some kind of thing that's in the game that turns on at some point when you're doing some quests the quest might not say you're going to get anything but you have to go through that quest to get to another quest and that's what I'm finding. Like, all of a sudden, I've got 60 legendary marks. And this morning, when I talked to Lono, I had zero. And I'm like, I don't even understand where I'm getting them from, you yeah. know, because it wasn't even on the list. It's, it's, it's some kind of weird, like you said, limbo where you're doing some quests, you finish up some missions, and then it says, okay, go do this. And then all of a sudden, I've gotten 10 legendary marks. And then I go do this mission. And then all of a sudden, I, got another, I get another 15. Right. Or I killed this guy on, on a patrol, and all of a sudden, I'm getting legendary marks from that. And, like, it, it does it on purpose. And now I don't have a lot of legendary gear. I think I have, like, maybe three or four pieces. But it's starting to get closer and closer to the point where I can do a strike. And I think that's kind of, like, what it is. It's like you can push through to 40. You think you can do something. You really can't. And now there's, like, this subterranean quest log. That yeah, you I'm, have to I'm, just, I'm having issues, though, trying to find something myself. So I'll have to look into yeah, quests. Yeah, yeah, because I, I actually, one of my criticisms that I've, I now realized I just didn't, I hadn't played enough was that I was, I said, why are we having pointless quests? Because I was like, why am I doing stuff for Varix and the Queen? Like, they, what am I going to do? There's no more, sh- I'm, I'm maxed on their level. Like, leveling up doesn't do anything for me. I tried it. I was like, let me level up Varix. I didn't get anything. So it's like, why am I doing quests for them? This is stupid. For right. XP and reputation, there's steps, right? And this is one area where I think they may have, they may have dropped the ball a little bit. It should say step one of something and then it should let you know at certain steps you're going to get gear because all of a sudden you're like wait a minute this step this quest line all of a sudden is ending in a legendary piece of armor what huh i didn't know that like if you do all the stuff for varix and all the stuff for the queen you get an exotic scout rifle that is pretty freaking legit but you have no idea when you're doing this stuff for them that that's what's awaiting you so everybody gets that exotic scout rifle Yes. Okay. So we it's not. It's not. It's not RNG. That. Okay. I gotcha. It's not RNG because at first we were like, "Oh crap, we didn't get it. What the heck happened?" And then I got on Google and I got on Reddit and they were like, "No, no, no. You have to do everything for both Varix and the Queen." And then all of a sudden, the Queen's like, "Hey, come talk to me." She's like, "Here's your quest reward item." So that's the deterministic pathways to gear that they talked about. I just 
don't think they're clear enough I gotcha. what you're getting because that, that's the problem. I said that in my video. I was like, where's the carrot? Where's the where's the loot? What am I going for? What's the point? Why am yeah. I getting rep for – I feel for, I feel like I'm just lost right now. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm just right. – Just keep – just do every quest you can and if you need people to play with, I guess – I don't know. I mean, I honestly, I, this is not self promotion. Come into my stream. There's people all day saying, "I need help. I need oh, help." No, you can self promote all you want in here. Go, go into. I would just go into my stream or other streams and see who's saying that, and just whisper them your gamer tag and hook up with people. Well, but do you do you think that maybe they're doing that on purpose? Just I know I understand like everyone wants it given to them, like not not given, but like explained to. But do you think maybe that the quests are like that on purpose to to test the people's ability to figure it out? Like maybe I, I, why am I doing this for Varix? But and then I start doing something, and all of a sudden I, I discover that I'm getting something, and then I have something to talk about with somebody else, which starts the trend. Instead of it just saying that, no, yeah, if you, if you do this, you get this, and just blatantly say it. I kind of like the mystery of not knowing, but I do agree completely that it should be some kind of quest thing that says quest one of whatever, just and then something it's to up give to me, you decide yeah. whether you want to do it or not. You don't even have to tell me I'm going to get something, but I know if I'm a completionist or if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a, I'm a, a avid player of questing games, that I know that that quest isn't there for just no good reason. Whether it be an, uh, a weapon or something else that will benefit my character in some way, maybe I don't know at that moment, but it's a piece of something that actually leads to something else. That's well, fine. But it, it, is, it, it is a little bit of a uh, – it's not precise on what they wanted to do. It, it, I understand the questing that they put in, but it's not explained a lot. It's just thrown in. Maybe I'm having a problem because I leveled up to 40 so fast and – I didn't let it just go, you know, with the flow, and I kind of like got up a level. So a lot of the stuff, the quests say like when you click on it, it's like easy. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it it shows me that it's not going to be that hard. So I really don't know what the next one is. So I just kind of like look at the quest log, and I'm like, oh, which one should I pick? And I'm just kind of like picking one, tracking one, and when I complete it, I complete it. I think I kind of dicked myself over. Maybe it's just personally what I did. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out what the I, I hell is the next think, thing i still think there's like there's a there's a clock there's a clock on you being 40 and when stuff is given out it's not just like you're 40 and all the quests just vomit onto the screen and you get to pick them because before i had nothing and now all of a sudden they're slowly starting to pop up since i've been 40 they just keep popping up so yeah. like i pick a few and then there's a few there it's not like it's all or nothing i think there's some kind of maybe internal clock that allows certain ones to pop out once you've completed certain things once again it's more of a mystery. If I do this, it opens up these two, but I don't know that until I actually open like, it. You like, know? for instance, at the end of Oryx, right, I didn't really get anything. I beat the story mode. I didn't get anything cool at the end of it. Yeah. Right? So they, they, they made a mistake, in my opinion, letting you fight Oryx that quickly. I think what they should have done, and this would have abated a lot of the criticism about, well, the story's only six hours. It's not. It's not the story is massive. Oh, yeah. Doing, yeah. I'm doing stuff for the Queen and for Varix and for Eris and for uh, Zavala and for Cade, and they're adding all kind of story and lore and mythology to Oryx and all this stuff that happened, and I'm like, we should have done all all of this, this before, before fighting Oryx. For him. Yeah, absolutely. It just, because I think then people wouldn't, people would be like, I want to go fight Oryx. Well, no, you can't. There's so much more story. Right. Oh, okay, great. There's more story. Excellent. And I think it would have 
like kited people along much better. I think that's part of the problem is Bungie has never done this with Destiny before where they're just like, like here's all this content and they I just don't think they necessarily wrangled it to the ground, right. which I'll, that's fine. I'll take tons of content that's a little scattered because I think oh, absolutely. Sarge no, this might have it. Much Sarge better. might have it. Maybe they want people to be like, wait a minute. How did you get that freaking scout rifle? No, they how do. Did you get, that? get you talking. Because that's what yep. I did. I was like, well, how did you get that? Oh my gosh, what do I got to do? Yep. How do I get it? What do I have to do? And it creates this like, word of oh, mouth. let's go do that. Yeah, it's and word I think of mouth. Bungie loves yeah. that. They love that. Absolutely. I think I think they're actually doing it because of Twitch, the way they're doing it, the way people find things, right? Because I didn't know about infusing. I mean, they kind of showed it in their in the reveal, but I came into your stream and I was like, how does this work? And you explained it to me. So you found out about it, and then you told people about it, and then I told other people about it. So it is. It's the word of mouth. They want people buzzing about the game and talking about the game, which is smart. You know, I get it. I get it. Um, as far as... Okay. We're out of the actual topics. So your first impression, uh, Sarge, when you first played the game... Um, get you're, you're done with the Oryx too, right? You're done with the, the actual story? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what what are you at right now? What's your character at? Give us give us a quick, you know, synopsis okay, so, of your first impressions of everything that you've gone through so far. Okay, so Titan, I'm a Titan. My first my premier character is Titan. Uh I I'd gotten the uh hammer done pretty quickly. I I thought the the quest reward to getting the hammer was a little it was a little short. They could have dragged it out a little bit more, maybe more interesting for me to get it, but I, I, I like the way they they had a story involved in it. Um um I think that once again, it was too much stuff all at once, and it's not in like some kind of chronological order. If they, if you were had to have done all that stuff before you fought Oryx, it would have been much more rewarding. Because now it feels like an afterthought after you defeated him, and then you're still doing all these quests that lead up to the story about what's going on. And you're like, well, that doesn't really matter now. And now my first question was, I, I, I thought that was like his second in command, but then they said it, it, the, the name tag said Oryx. I'm like, well. If I'm fighting him now, then what's the raid? You know, if if this whole big revenge thing is him coming he, after me because we killed his son, he turns into the taken himself. You know, like you know what I mean. Like, what's yeah? That's that's kind of like what I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, well, what's the what's more worse than him? He's supposed to be like this ultimate badass, and I killed him by myself. Right. And now what? Where are we going to go from here? So I, I do agree with Lono on that that they should have. Brought it back down to earth and and put it in some kind of order. I think that if, if they could probably still fix it, like it, like for your second and third character, if you realize what what quests to do, you could do it yourself. You don't, you just yeah, don't but pick then that quest line. Yeah, but if you don't pick that quest line, you're gonna do it exactly what I did, only later down the road, right? You're gonna be super high level going into a, a kid a, like a kid's playground, and you're just going to nuke them, right? You want to? You you have to fight scale. them. It'll probably scale by then. It'll, mm, they'll scale it. No, no, they don't because it's like a strike, right? I, well, not a strike, but it's like that main boss. Like when you fight uh, the Archon Priest or when you fight the uh, Septic, it's th- that level. That's what it is. It's level thirty three or level eight or level fourteen. It, it it doesn't change, right? So if well, I just I destroyed him when I figured it out what I had to do, okay? Because I had the guns way higher than I was supposed to be because I wasn't supposed to be level 40 completing the game you're supposed to be like a level 38 and he's 40 you know what i mean so it's supposed to be somewhat scaled so if you you could if by yourself do the story quests and do it wait till the end but by that time you'll you'll have 
you'll you level 40 you'll be like light level 280 close to 300 i don't, I don't just... think you can i don't think you can because i think after you kill him it triggers all that new oh stuff right 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 all of a sudden eris is sending you to do stuff and she wasn't right. before so again right. i don't understand i don't understand that decision like why are we and i guess they want maybe they want the raid to loom larger as the true destination of where you're going. Maybe that's what it is. Because I have the quest now. The raid is a quest, by the way. It is not an optional on-your-map thing. I mean, I can abandon it, but it's a quest. And I think that's what they want. So you have to take steps to get to it. They want you to have this sense of, that's it? No, no, no. That's not it. That's not it at all. And you're going to get to the point where I am, and all of a sudden be like, I have a quest where I'm supposed to go fight orcs again? I don't understand. And they're going to be like, yeah, it's the raid. And so that's why I really wish they did matchmaking for the raid because, I mean, that, that, that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to funnel people toward the raid in a more linear way than it's this big, ominous, optional thing. Um, that could have been what their thought was. If I'm looking at it in the best light possible, that may be what they wanted, a dissatisfaction with fighting Oryx so you have a stronger des- desire to go do the raid. Well, to, to build on that, I think that maybe that what they're going to do then is maybe the, the bosses in the raid get progressively harder. Like maybe the first one is a, a standardized uh, hard level boss and then maybe the second or third one get progressively harder before you reach the last guy. Instead of it being this epic battle here, epic battle here, and it draws it, – it, it pushes some of the other people away because it's too hard or they can't handle it. That maybe you can incrementally go deeper into the raid each time. If they maybe did something like that, you'd have a lot more people going in with randoms. To see how far you could get and not make it this giant chore that, oh, well, we spent 10 hours. We couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, because maybe you get gear for each boss you fight, right? Maybe I only get gear for I killed the first guy. We can't make it past the second guy. Then I go, okay, so then we need this, this, and this. And now I have something to go hunt for. And then I come back yeah. again and do it. You know, that yeah. that would seem like a better way to, to, to do it. I think that maybe – I'm hoping that's how it is. I'm, I'm talking out of my ass right now, but I'm, if, if it's going to be the longest raid ever and we know there's two bosses in every other one, then we're looking at at least three, right? At least three, right. possibly four. It's got more bosses than the other ones, yeah. So Right? I like to see the mechanics they use, uh, personally. Uh, with the mechanics yeah. they use for the, the Court of Oryx with the, the tethering of the guys and – bringing the people down at the same time. I mean, that's just for those little guys. So I hope they don't take that and, like, repeat it in the raid. I hope they have something, like, fresh and new. I mean, that's fresh and new, but something different that we haven't seen yet. Well, wouldn't it be more interesting to find out that maybe the the one boss in the raid isn't always the same? So depending on what you brought in with you, you have to deal with it. So, like, if, I, if everybody's coming in with the new classes and you realize that was somebody had to come in with one of the older classes otherwise we can't complete it at least in a timely manner it would still it would be it's doable but much more difficult as opposed to having the right class at the right time i think something like that would be good yeah because this way you wouldn't feel like oh well well we're each going to put our new classes on and we're going to the raid and we're going to kick his ass right and that's just the way it's going to be yeah if you if you have if you have a boss a random boss that you have to fight that maybe maybe there's three or four of them and they're in, they're in a rotation. You don't know who you're going to get, and then you have to deal with whatever you got. Maybe you get lucky. You have the right guys for the right job. For the right job, sometimes you don't. It would make it difficult, however. But I do like that kind of challenge where it's not a given because I've got the tether guy with me, and we know it's going to be the shield brothers, and we're going to lock them together and just and just right chew them down. You know what I mean? It's okay to discover uh, a way to kill a boss. But when you have it on a multi-level game like this, 
it shouldn't be something that's so easy that once it's done and it's in Reddit or it's on the internet, it's pretty much game over for the raid. Well, you can't you stop that it, anyway. Well, you can't stop it, but you don't want it to be such a given. You want it to be. Challenging. I mean, let's just say there was. Let's say there's three bosses, but there's six bosses on rotation, right? Three weeks from now, when people all do each one, they'll tell you on the internet how to beat each one and what the best classes are. It's going to happen regardless. That's fine. So, but uh, what I'm saying is, it shouldn't be the three new classes walk in and clean house. It, it, it should make you. It should make you decide who you're bringing in. Yeah, I, given the nature of the raids at this point, and the fact that they do end up on Reddit and guys soloed Crota and all the kind of that yeah, ridiculousness, yeah, yeah. that never actually translated into this sudden spike in everyone completing it. So I don't know if they're necessary. Like I think if Bungie's looking at the stats, they're just not like, oh no, we need to make it random. Now you might be right; they might do that. I mean, that might be the curveball they throw all these guys that like figure it out mathematically like here's the best way to do it here's the, you know because this guy introduced a, a Skola strategy to me with the Titan bubble and I was like this is the easiest thing ever when the week before I was like this is the dumbest fight I can't how are we supposed to do yeah. this so when all of a sudden you find that trick and it clicks I think maybe you know maybe Bungie might push back and say no it's going to be random it's going to change I would actually say that's unlikely given how glitchy and how difficult it is when they try to innovate for the raids. So I think it's going to be more about things that just don't make sense at first until you figure them out. And then once you figure them out, I think it's going to have to do with a lot of timing and maybe and jump puzzles. I have noticed that they've added a lot of new uh, areas where you have to jump and time things and you're jumping up that that wasn't that's not all that prevalent in the game in the vault of glass it's kind of there but not really so i'm anticipating a lot of jump puzzles being you know things that have to be timed and done in in, in the right order yeah. and maybe everybody has to get to a certain spot at a certain time just because there seems to be an, an an increase of that happening in the missions and things that we're doing. My initial, because we we were all, the, we, I think we were going initial. What were what was the question? Initial uh, initial first first impressions. First, first impressions. Time. Yeah, my first impressions were overly positive. My biggest gripe, and I still think that this is still my gripe. Is that it was just way too fast. Now I'm not talking about the the storyline. The storyline no, I thought was good. It was substantial. It was the leveling. Like, going from 36 to 40 that fast, my biggest frustration was there were so many cool – there were all these green weapons and this green armor that I'm putting on. I'm like, oh, this looks so neat. It's so neat. Oh, this Amalon. It sounds so cool. And then in the middle of a mission, I'm leveling up and finding stronger gear yep. and dismantling something I just found. I haven't even leveled the gun up. So you turned all this brilliant – dynamic like creativity that all these cool guns and they're just cannon fodder as we just plow yep. through even and i didn't even play fast i played slow like sarge was saying i'm looking at the environments i'm taking it all in and i blink and i'm like all those <laughs> new blues and greens yep. are now just dust in the wind and i'm grinding for legendaries that's my biggest gripe because i think uncharacteristic of bungie why didn't you send us back on some classic strikes and missions and boss fights where there it's now a taken version of Volus to Arc or a taken version of you know of, the, of a tank or something that just does weird things and teleports splits into two smaller tanks? I don't Stop know. it! Stop it, Lono! Don't give him any ideas. Don't give him any 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 stuff to use. 
Right, because then it could have been like, well, we need to test this new – there's these new guns and armor appearing in the world. They need to be tested on the Taken. Go out in the world and use them and then a, a, a slower burn to 40 to enjoy all this new stuff because it's like somebody spent a bunch of time on all these guns and gear that are just nothing. They're just right. – just gone in, in right. a couple of hours you're giving them too much credit all they did was hit a random generator on the computer and it popped in some numbers and they just put a they just put a template around it <laughs> no, some of those assault rifles no no look they so look good clean, yeah now i don't see them anymore because yep. now we're in the upper classes of the guns yes yeah, no some of the guns look amazing all right i'm like i want this gun see this is where i go back and you can go back to show number one of generation x gaming i talk about this okay and i talk about it in every episode the way they should level the guns is like Borderlands, okay? They should level the guns up where it's like a white weapon, right? Well, not sort of like Borderlands, but you have a white weapon, you like that white weapon, and you just keep raising it, right? I shouldn't be able to infuse a gun that's higher than the gun I'm using. It should be any gun that I don't want to use, I can infuse it to this gun, and it makes it better and better. And the more kills I get, the higher level it goes. Because there's so many cool guns, and like Lono just said, you just trash them. I don't even level them up. I just use them. If I get one, I pick it up. I shoot it. As soon as I find the next one, goodbye. It's like I'm, I, it's like I'm Donald Trump, and I'm just throwing, throwing shit out the window here. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't need that. Not well, worth my, they, it's not if, worth if, my time. If you didn't want to, if you don't want to go against their entire way that the game was made, it's, it's how about if you dismantle a gun? There's a chance of you dismantling the power of the gun. Just a chance. Right, I'll take just a it. chance. Sure. So, like, maybe I dismantle a gun, and then I the piece I get is that if I, I can pick this piece and put it on the gun, and now the guys explode when I kill them, right? Yeah. So now I could take that and infuse it with another gun, right? But you would lose. But here's the thing: you would lose the power on the other gun that's in the same position. That's how it works. Hell, it, it wouldn't take away from the whole game. It would it would give you reasons why you're searching for certain guns. Right. When there's so much randomness, you you're not really farming. Farming is you know where the you know where yes. you can get the gun you know right. where you can get the like, well, item the Warcraft and right. you just keep killing the same guys over and over again until it drops. This is not farming. I can go out and kill anybody over time and get a legendary engram. Well, right? for... that's that's not really the deal. I, I I want to I want to be able to create and this is I'm on the segue now. I want to be able to create the weapon I want by finding the pieces that you give me. Okay, and I still think that they've loosened up the reins. But I still think that they're trying to make you play the game their way instead of your way. They have loosened it up, though. I feel a little bit more that I can do what I want to do. If you would have kept in the rolls of the guns on top of what we're doing right now, I think we'd have been all right. But I feel like still, on some level, they're trying to control the way I want to play the game. I should be able to play the game how I want. So if I want to play shoddy, okay, and I want to spec out my armor to have everything to do with shotguns, I should be able to. You should. It should be like the Necrochasm. Plain and simple. Necrochasm was a white weapon, and it worked its way up to, to exotic, right? That's the way it, all guns, in my opinion, should be. Because it would be so vast of people. You would use a completely different gun than I would use. You know what I mean? There would be so, it would be so much better. Um, anybody else have anything else? To, I, have a, I have a question to ask if anyone wants to finish this up. 
I, yeah, we can. I, I want to wrap it maybe just a bit because I think what you're saying with the necrochasm is a. Gr- I think they need to implement that more. Have not just a quest line for to get a gun, but you get a gun as a quest line. Like this is your gun. Here you go. You got to do all these things with it to level it up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Then you got to go use it on a boss, stuff like that. Kind of like what the gunsmith's doing. So I think that's a good idea. I think what Sarge is suggesting, it sounds wonderful. But it, it's it's It'll a gigantic right. monster to balance yeah. because there there would inevitably be hundreds of ridiculously OP builds or guns. It just it just becomes an impossible well, thing no, to balance. It would hit, it would hit a certain point, right? It wouldn't just keep exponentially getting higher and higher. It would hit a point where maybe it would never become exotic. It would stop at a it would stop at that that purple level. At the I'm just saying, if there were if there were perk combinations and things you could do with your armor and your guns and everything, so you're basically cherry picking and finding out what the absolute best build is. So like he was saying, like run shoddy, right, right. I I just think that's far more difficult to balance. And I'm not saying you can't do that. I'm sure they could. Yeah, because there's just, PvP involved in it. So right. right, I just don't think that's within the purview of what they're trying to develop. I don't think it's within the identity of Destiny that you're getting to do that. I think they've given us a taste of that because like i said this suros auto rifle and this other suros scout rifle i'm getting to carry those with me and in previous destiny world they would have already been gone because i would have found guns that were just stronger and i would have been like well i just got to suck it up it's got a lower fire rate and i don't get that cool explosive round anymore but i need that higher damage i'm not in that situation and i think that that's great and i think the more we play the more we're going to see that kind of giving sarge what he's asking for not quite to the extent and the the persnickety-ness that he might have about wanting to maybe build a, you know, a gun to his liking, but still able to carry and bring guns with you that you've really grown fond of because of those perks that you think are very valuable. Right. Now, as far as that exotic you got, right, the, the scout rifle, if can you run that whole quest line again and get the exotic again? I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean... Maybe because the quest line's pretty long, and all you're going to end up with is an exotic shard. And I've got it now, so I can get it with the blueprint. So why right. would you do that? Right. I'm just asking because people would farm the, the 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 shards or whatever, the the pieces it comes with, or right. Yeah, I could see that. I could. See I mean, cause that's the what shards. people did with the queen's bounties originally. You'd uh, have a far easier time depending on what Zer's his currency. Selling. I don't know if you saw the news. We could talk about that too. I don't know if you guys saw the news about Zer. What how that's going to work? It's pretty cool. No, please, I, please, please tell us because I don't know anything about it. So he's basically going to have one specific exotic a week, and it's either going to be a like one specific gun or one specific piece of armor, or it's just going to be an exotic engram. And then he's going to have one legacy engram, exotic engram, and that exotic engram is going to decrypt with a very high probability of you getting an exo- a year one exotic that you don't have never gotten, so that you can complete have an easier time completing your year one exotic collection. Okay, so when you say one piece, one piece meaning like he might have a Titan helmet and nothing else. The language they use was that he'll have one. Now I don't know if that means he's going to have a helmet. And then, like, when you go in with your Warlock or right. your Titan, there's just a helmet for you. And then when you go in with your Warlock, it's a, it's, it's just a completely different helmet. The way they worded you. it, it sounded like it's just going to be one. So, oh, I'm a hunter. There's nothing for me this week, which people right. will be ticked. 
but the language they they said they want it to be still tied to deterministic quest line. I bet you um, they do do that because they want people to have all three characters, right? So if you log in and there's nothing there for your hunter, you're like, oh, screw it, I'll go log in with my Titan, and then you go get with your Titan. You know what I mean? I, that's what they want. They want you to play with all three characters. So he's also going to have this new thing that's a consumable called the Three of Coins, oh, yeah, which yeah. gives bosses a chance to drop exotic engrams, including weapon engrams. These consumables have a cumulative luck effect, so even if one doesn't net you a drop, the next one has a higher chance to do so. Oh, that's cool. So, so you're going to want to scoop the, you're going to want to scoop those up. Now it says what it says um in year 2, Zur's offerings have been changed so that he will select either a specific exotic weapon or an exotic engram. So it's, yeah, so there will not be exotic armor pieces um, with any specificity. It's going to be an exotic um, engram. Was this on the weekly so, the weekly update that they just did? This was in the weekly update. So he's either going to have this one exotic gun or it's just going to be an engram. And then the other engram is going to be a year one exotic with engram with a high probability of turning into a year one exotic that you've never gotten so that you can complete your year one collection easier than just going back and running Vogue or Crota or I don't even know if they're going to drop in Nightfalls right. anymore. Right. All right. Well, <clears throat> I ask you this now. Um, is there a reason because of the Taken King out, is there a reason to run the Volta Glass or Crota? Besides, it, it, not if you're a person that's never played before, People that have owned the game for a year, is there a reason to go back besides just destroying him because you're such a high level? Yes. There are items we do not yet understand that you get from certain weapons. If the black hammer is broken down, it turns into some type of rune. I forget what it's called. Um, and that is the, as far as I know, that is the only way to get that. Now, I don't know if similar things happen when you break down a fate bringer or a vision of confluence, cause I refuse to break mine down. Okay. <laughs> so somebody would have to right. get a double, a double and test it and be willing to see what would happen. So that's going to start to probably emerge on Reddit. Like, Hey, broke down my fate bringer and got this weird rune. What the heck does it do? And then we'll find out later, but we know uh, for see, certain that the black hammer like breaks stuff down like that. So, yeah, 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 something that's cool. strange. Well, here, I'm going to yeah, put out, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to put something out to video video. Uh, He's my mod. Uh, you have like ten fate bringers. Uh, break one down, buddy. Tell us what what happens with it. All right, and uh, so so the rest of the world do it for science. Do it for science. <laughs> um. So okay. So yeah. I, here's my next question. Right. I can't pull the trigger. Right. I got rid of all the queen stuff that I got from the prison of elders, and because I never really used it. But have you broken down anything, anything, from year one yet? Yeah. I had a bunch of legendary armor and I just trashed it. I mean, there was there's no, it serves no purpose. Now I kept I kept all my raid armor, okay. both Vault of Glass and Crota. Okay, that's what I, I, I did. Part with that, I worked so stinking hard for that right. stuff. Those are trophies, even if they're completely irrelevant. They're still trophies. Okay, he he broke down his freight bringer, didn't get shit. All right, so uh, nothing there. So <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I I kept all my raid gear. I kept all my guns, all the gear. I guess it's all gear. All the guns from all the raids. Um, I can't do it. I can't. I, I, I have a feeling in my gut, for some strange reason, we'll be like month number 10 next year before they come out with the you know Destiny 2. And they're like, whoever kept their fate bringer will be the lucky one. You know, they're going to come out with some <laughs> stupid thing like that. And, and you're going to be stupid. And you're going to be like, uh, oh, I deleted it. They're, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. 
May I mean maybe because then it could revitalize and and get people to go back into Vault of Glass one last time, you know, to try to roll for those guns. Maybe if that happens, they could be like anybody that runs, you know, Vault of Glass for this month is guaranteed all of the drops. And then everybody could go get them and be like, yay, I got mine back. Now what are we going to do with it? That could be actually a really cool idea to be like, you know, hey, you're going to need your fate bringers because this rune dropped from the Oryx raid that's going to turn it into, you know, right. the, the Deathbringer or something right. that gets a new name and a new and a new look, a new Oryx look. And I think that could be awesome. But again, you'd have to be like, yeah, just go play Vogue, you'll get it. It's a guaranteed drop. Right, right. Because people would be furious. If you break down a Fate Bringer to a certain point, though, why? You've got so much Vault Space. You brought it on yourself. You should keep all year one legendaries that came from raids because you never know what they could, what right. future they could I know have. they're going to do something. Bungie, you're sneaky little bastards. You'll do it. Yeah, but if you could put a phone, if you put the, I know it's their phones, by the way, the little phone display cases they yeah, have. The iPhones on the tower, wall. Yeah, the little. The iPhones little, on the wall. Yeah. If you can make one for the shaders, you can make one for the things. You can make one for the year, for the year one armor from the raids. Right, yeah, no, yeah. That's not like a, that's not like an issue. It, it's a placeholder for an item. It's because the, uh, the 360 can't, can't handle it. So that's Whatever. why they're, they're, they're not doing it. So, Whatever. so here, here's another here's another gripe I have. Um, I've only played the Trials of Osiris a few times, okay. And the very first time I played it, I went nine and zero, right, with my crew, okay. And I had full banners or emblems, and I, and I never got my Trials of Osiris emblem, okay. So I was hoping that when they came out with this 2.0. Because I have the Summoner Adapt version, they know I made it to the Trials of Osiris to Mercury to open up the chest, right? Yeah. Well, I went to my emblems, and to my dismay, I do not have it. It's not there. I cannot get the emblem from Trials of Osiris, and I'm very pissed about this because I've never gone 9-0 ever again to get it, right? Mm -hmm. And I own it because I have a gun. It's proof. I didn't trade it with somebody because there's no trading, right? So <laughs> where's my emblem, Bungie? Where's yeah, my emblem? Just, call customer support, send them an email, and a nice... Listen, if you send a nice letter, it, this still works to this day. If you send a nice letter directly to them, they get it eventually. You don't have to send an email. It's a real nice letter. Just no no one like, writes listen. letters anymore, so they'll be like... Yes, they do. They'll hold they it up. They'll hold do. it up. They're like, what is this thing? It's cut out, cut out letters from magazines like a ransom note. Like, give me my give emblem. Give me my emblem, right? <laughs> I'll do it in a voice recording. I'll put a, a a thumb drive in there with so they can read along with it as it yeah. as they're reading you it. Right. Play a game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody else have anything to talk about uh, for Taking King uh, for this so far? We're gonna wrap up the show. I don't. I didn't. I haven't played enough to. Like I said, I haven't played enough to give it the full once over. I think next Thursday I will have played it enough to give it a full yeah, yeah. no i don't want to i don't want to review but, I don't like, review but like right now i think they did an amazing job of what was lacking okay and and gaming i consider this i consider this the, the the bungee apology to know that what they could do and here it is so instead now, of the taking king it's the bungee apology I, I think I think what this is going to be though is this gives them time to like they don't have to they're not going to have to be so bogged down with we have to fix this we have to fix this we have to fix this we're going to find the stuff that's broke that's our job okay we're we're, we're gamers and we love the series so we're going to beta test for them whatever okay we're going to find the problems we're going to send them the, we're going to send them the things on the Bungie website 
and they're going to have their team that's actually have time now to go off to the side and do what Bungie does best and come up with a story for the next thing that comes out. I, I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited again about a game that I thought I hated, which I loved in the beginning. You see, <laughs> this is why this is why this is the stripper girlfriend this that is the we stripper have. Girlfriend, okay? Destiny, absolutely. This is why this is why we have this problem. I, I think I think they they've hit on something very special in what they're trying to do. And I think that if they continue to go down this road, the game will gain a much better following than it did for the first year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the it's possible that the all the DLC names are very cryptic and poetic about everything that has happened. I mean, the Dark Below, oh, yeah. and then I never thought about the that. House yeah. of Wolves, yeah. and now the Taken King has to be killed. So in this in this expansion, we are killing the Taken King, the one who takes and takes away your will and right, everything right. else, and makes you like. I don't know. Like people have theorized that a lot of this is pretty poetic, especially what has happened with the game. Um, we can leave that kind of in the wind and just think it's and just take it. If you like it, if you like that is what's going on. My, my only thing to add is that the gunsmith, uh, stuff sucks. It's stupid. Like the guns aren't strong enough. I, I don't like being given weapons that are so weak. You, I'm going back to old crappy missions. You're just dialing it in like, Oh, let me go to, we've woken the hive and get some easy <laughs> kills. Cause they're so weak. You can't do it in an organic way. It's, like, it's... I'm out fake fluff that's what i'm talking yeah, about yeah well, yep. because they could all just make them stronger because if it or make them you as you use it it gets stronger or something i don't know because it's like i'm out on the dreadnought and i'm like oh i'm supposed to kill hive let me switch to this gun and i'm like, <laughs> like this thing sucks what the heck's going on and pick up rocks and start throwing them because it's so weak and right. i'm just like that just seems like such a wasted good idea like what in the world like all you you're giving us this cool way of earning guns in the dumbest way possible. It just doesn't gonna, make sense to me. Like, we're going to go back into old crappy missions and get really easy kills. Now, using them in PvP is cool. Right. Because I got to use a fusion rifle before it came out, you know, for 2.0. And it was, it was surprisingly very effective. And I would have never used it had I not been forced to. They just need to rethink how it plays out in PvE. Because for the time being, it just isn't going to seem really dumb, I think, for, for how you actually complete it. So... Talking about PvP this past weekend, I played in PvP. <laughs> I used the gun that's called Duke MK.2. It's attack level 12. Okay? 12. And I was owning people. Owning people with the 12. <laughs> All right, so... It's one of those, that's why I never believe the number until you fire it. I never believe the number until you fire it. It only has six bullets in the thing. It has no perks. It's a white gun. It's a white gun. You can't do anything with it. It takes four shots. All right? You can get two body shots and two head shots. You can get three head shots, and it'll kill somebody. But it was hilarious. Someone's When I was killing people, I guarantee they're looking going, the Duke? What the hell is that? So I just thought that was, that was hilarious. So, yeah, the, 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 gunsmith, the gunsmith is a piece of crap. I, I was ex most excited about him bringing guns in, and it's the biggest letdown uh, of, this, of this DLC for me. Uh, as well can't can't he can't he and Zer just get together and like maybe from the number of guns we turn into him he can have a better gun for the next week depending on what we bring him well like couldn't it couldn't it be on like that maybe the higher level you get with the gunsmith maybe he brings better guns i don't know we don't know yet i mean we're, i'm getting legendary guns like i leveled him up twice and i've got two guns coming to me next week so i mean that's exciting he had a quest line where i was breaking down 
uh, either rare or legendary shotguns, which they were actually in short supply, and I finally got it. And he gave me a legendary purple shotgun that has a really good high rate of fire and high impact. I mean, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty nice. So I just don't understand the test weapons being so such pieces of like garbage. garbage. Like yeah. maybe just make the weapon like when you grab it. It may show 200, but once I grab it, it should just do the highest damage rating gun I currently have in that. So if my if my primary right. weapon's highest damage rating right now is like a 290, it should just be 290. So that way I'm able to use it while I'm just out doing my thing in the Dreadnought instead of having to go back to old missions where the, the enemies are weaker. Right, right. Can you guys explain that to me? Can you explain to me the whole... You get kill the gun with the experience and then dismantle it. Like yeah. I did it three guns. What is that going to do for me next Real, week? I don't understand. So basically, he's got five or six guns, right? You pick what guns that you're interested in getting. Okay. Yeah. So if you're if you don't like rocket launchers, don't grab the rocket launcher. If you don't like shotguns, don't grab the shotguns. Whatever you complete, um, it'll have a yellow box around it. Okay. Once you complete it next week, when he brings the stuff below the row that you just grabbed from, there'll be packages underneath of the ones. That you completed, okay, and then you can grab those, and then you get your shitty gun. Well, that's not that's close. That's close. It's basically you do them all, do them all, and that gives you rep. Oh, right, you get rep with him, right? And once you get to a level, every time you level him, you get to pick, and I, the guns you use don't determine what you pick. There's oh, just really? A list of guns, yeah. See, the I ones picked- I had ones that were were grayed out, and I couldn't grab. You couldn't grab the guns to test or buy to buy to get from him. Uh, I only had uh, the ones I completed. I completed an auto rifle. I completed a pulse rifle. I completed a shotgun and a sniper rifle. And um, the rocket launcher I didn't complete. And I didn't complete, um, I think it was a fusion rifle. And I couldn't grab those. But I could grab the other ones. And then once I grabbed one, all the rest of them grayed out. Well, yeah, because you can only grab one a week. Right, that right. That makes sense. Right, right. So, but, but I couldn't the, choose. I couldn't choose from all six. I didn't, I didn't realize the lack of testing the gun it kept you from grabbing, kept you from grabbing one. I didn't know that that actually happened. Just, I would say, just do them all for the rep. Right. You don't actually have to do anything to get the rep. Once the gun gets the little yellow box around it, right, you don't have to turn says, it in. You can just dismantle it. Yeah. Yeah. You killed enough captains or whatever because it tells you what to do with each gun. You just dismantle it. You automatically get the rep. You don't even have to go talk to it. Right. Um, and then once you round that level, you can go and you pick. It's like a little, it's like a little credit card with the brand name on it. You just grab that and then wait till next week to turn it in. Yeah, I missed mine. Uh, I missed it. I, I wasn't rep one before midnight, and then when it went through, I, I picked it up and I can't open it up now until next week. So it's just sitting in my inventory. So, That's how it's supposed to be for everybody. Oh, is it? Okay. So what what happens then? So the next I don't know. Wednesday, I'll tell you next week. Next what Wednesday, happens to the- get- I get that gun, that, like, it's a little credit card, but it tells me the name of the gun I'm getting. Right, right. Okay, so then I used I used a uh, shotgun and an auto rifle. So next week, he's going to have the shotgun and auto rifle for me to buy from him, or he no. just gives it to me? No, no, you have to buy it. He gives them to you as as a reward, but you've got to pick, like, basically... Like when you level up Eris and it rolls around to the next level or your Vanguard, you get that little like credit card thing that then when you open it, you get all this stuff. Whenever you round him and you level him up, he has these little these little credit card things in his inventory and they have the names and types of guns on them. And you just grab one of those and then that's it. You you got you got to level one, you can only pick one out of the bunch. And you grab that, and now you got to hold on to that card until next week. And the next week, you give it to him, and you get that gun. It's like a legendary 
Soro Scout Rifle because that's okay, the one so, so now do I have to wait another week before I can get this gun or now I can get this gun next week? That's what I'm confused about. You like, can get this gun next week. Next week. Okay. So then I should I should do them all if I'm getting credit towards whatever. Yeah, you do them all to get rep. That, <clears throat> just I'm do saying, them all to get rep, yeah. and then you pick you pick the gun type that you're that you most want. wanting, and then what are you apparently laughing somebody's at? whispering to him because we can't <laughs> see what's being said. Um, and you pick the gun type that you like, and then it's there. Obviously, eventually, after next week, we'll never be in this situation. After next week, every week we're going to have a gun right. to pick up on Arms Day because right. as long as you as long as you've been experiencing guns each week. That's right. Okay, and it right. shouldn't, so, it shouldn't okay, be too I got hard. That's my beef is it's just stupid. It's like I'm going to go to low-level areas to do it every week. It's just going to be a dumb flat tire instead of something fun. Right, right, right. All right, well. well okay, but if let's, but this is one of those instances where you could inject something that's secret and we discover it. Like if yeah. I do all the guns, then after like week four, I get an exotic all of a sudden. And like how the fuck did I get that? You know that that kind of thing well, I'm into. There is a there is a thing going out on the web saying that if you're a level 25 with your faction, um, there's a quest that you get from your actual faction. Um, well, so okay, that, so I'm way well, past and that. You get, that ex- you get an exotic, you get an exotic like class item, which you're not going to wear for very long <laughs> right. because it counts as armor. So you can't. <laughs> you're going to get some dope exotic helmet and be like, well, I can't wear this because I'm wearing an exotic cape. Right. It's it's, it's stupid. kind of silly, but yeah. I mean, it is cool that they have them, and then they may have good enough perks to be worth wearing. I don't know. Oh, that's stupid. That counts as one of your armor pieces. Oh man. I, well, because it gives you def- it gives you defense rating and perks, so it's it's a piece of armor. I mean, right. it contributes to your de- overall defense rating, and it does give you perks. But yeah, not nearly as cool as like a year two light beyond the nemesis. That thing is nice. So, what did you guys get for your your special uh, exotic from the Cryptark? The the one little bonus gift you gave. A, you. I got the a hawk moon. gun. I got I got hawk moon as well. I think hawk moon yeah. was it. Like we're sorry we waited a year. Yeah, there but a lot, of people, a lot of people got Monte Carlos too. Oh, Monte Carlo. Okay, I didn't. I, know I think more. very few people got four horsemen. So four horsemen supposed to be badass though. That's the gun I want. Can I get the four horsemen? Um, can I, I don't you, know. Can I get a year two four horsemen? Is my question. You you only can get the you only can get the. Year two ones, the new upgraded ones. If you found the original one first, so I, I couldn't find the original one. It was only in the. In no, their I, game. I, I understand that. So you might get it. Excuse me. You might get it randomly through like a strike or something, and then you can unlock the blueprint to get the new the new one. I'm, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let most of this game wash over me. I'm not gonna be so critical about it this time around because I know all the problems we've been having. Sure you are. So. There's too much to there's too much stuff to go about to prove anything right now, right? There's too much, so I'm just gonna go through the game, do the quests, see what I can find out, you know, start using guns I don't normally use on purpose, do things that I don't normally did on purpose just to see if it unlocks different things. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun two and a half months before Battlefront comes out. It's gonna be I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna grind it out to to the end. Yeah, I'm gonna play the crap right. out of that when it comes out. All right, so we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, we've been doing this. Uh, we're just three minutes shy of two hours. Uh, so go ahead, Lono. Where can everyone find you? Uh, I mean, they can find me any if they search "Say No to Rage" anywhere. They'll find me at "Say No to Rage" on Twitter, and then obviously twitch.tv slash "Say No to Rage." So yeah, right below me. The best thing to do is to follow me on Twitter and to put me on a notification because that way you'll get notified when I tweet. So when I do a YouTube uh, post, blog post, or when I'm streaming, you will know. 
Okay, Sarge, Sweet. you don't you don't stream or do anything, but not currently. You... But uh, I am working towards a streaming machine. Okay. Uh, me, you can find me right here. I'm 30 and still gaming. If you haven't hit the follow button yet, please hit that follow button. We love to love to have you here. Uh, I do stream. This is not what I'm known for is just this show. Uh, I do stream every night from 11 p.m. to 2 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so if you're late night guys and just can't sleep or women that can't sleep and you just want to look at a good looking guy at night on the, on the computer, I'm right here. Um, also, that went on the store today. I, uh, we have Generation X game stickers. That you can help. Um, as you can tell, the stream is uh, is hurting bad because my computer is hurting like a hell. So mm -hmm. the stickers are uh, it's a five dollar donation towards sort of like what uh, Sano to Rage does with his stickers. Um, it's five dollars. It's two. It's nine dollars though on the actual site. It's two for shipping and two for the actual uh, processing that they do to cost for the sticker. But uh, all those stickers will go towards a nice shiny computer that I can actually run this show and get multiple people on without lagging out so you can go check those out and no it's not this logo that's here now it's this logo hold on no that's not it that's i'm sorry you said lono lono's right there no no logo logo oh logo <laughs> yeah i i can't i can't get where the hell is this thing uh, i don't know where this is but there it is it's the actual actual logo of the show there i'll move it there it is boom right above lona so that's the sticker that you guys can uh Help us out with. So you can find me here. You can follow me on Twitter at 30 and Still Gaming, YouTube, 30 and Still Gaming to follow these past episodes. Don't forget to follow uh, Sano the Rage. He streams every morning. I'm, I'm there every morning after my kid uh, eats breakfast. So thank you very much, everyone, for coming out and enjoying the show. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you to Lono. Thank you, Sarge McCluskey. Everyone else. <laughs> two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.